0: Cool.
1: Great. Welcome.
0: Welcome, welcome.
2: Yes, thank you for having us. How
0: are you guys feeling?
2: <laughs> you know, mild, mildly hungover. <laughs> it was Monday, Monday <laughs> evening.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys going to, yeah, you have to talk, really talk into this okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 You're here properly, I I no? All right. Uh, ah, yeah? Sharon is Karen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon, <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, works <laughs> as
3: Germs. Yeah, you. Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah oh wow that's loud now
0: yeah all right cool is is that too loud no no it's good
2: it's good i just got i just got a loud voice (laughs) i've been told infinitely
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay cool thanks for coming on guys yeah Thank you for having us thank you move 78 yeah you so this is wait hold on let me take a look at this this is a really cool cover by the way and this is so this is Ava and Moose 78? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so it was kind of like a little promotional How do you trick. This, Ava. Ava. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was okay, okay. because we didn't have anything on Spotify. Okay. You can't get things pitched to playlists if you don't uh, have a an existing account. Okay. And I already had stuff out as myself. And so we listed it as Ava and Moose 78 okay. to begin with. But now it's just Moose 78. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, crude promotional. Mm. And, okay. and was
1: wasn't behind the name? <laughs>
2: What, Ava? Move 78. Oh, <laughs> one, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, forget, Ava. the Ava one is much more boring. <laughs> um, the Move 78, it's, it's from this documentary uh, called AlphaGo, which is about when Google, like this company from Google called DeepMind uh, created um, an algorithm or a computer program to play the game Go, which is like this ancient Chinese board game. Okay. You ever, you ever seen uh, IBM versus Kasparov? Like It's no. like a film about, like there's a similar thing where a chess champion played this computer program. Oh, yes, 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 it, I know about it. Yeah. It's all about this thing basically where man versus machine when AI, AI supersedes mm. human like, okay, yeah, brain power, yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyway, uh, this, the, this computer program gets pitted against the world's greatest Go player and uh, he, he absolutely destroys the computer. Uh, sorry, the computer absolutely destroys him. And then in the fourth game, uh, he's already lost the series. In the fourth game, he plays this move and he's kind of like learnt from the computer and plays completely differently uh-huh. and plays this move that's kind of, so advanced or complicated that the computer freaks out and like glitches and then doesn't like it a can't, movie yeah yeah, 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 it can't, yeah. It can't compute what he's doing and completely fails and like all the engineers are proper embarrassed and this move is move 78 anyway oh. um and it's kind of this the whole band is playing on this notion of uh, man learning from machine or mm. like evolving the way that we make music and stuff but also i just think the name sounds cool <laughs> <laughs> it does. Do you know what i mean i mean, that's a premise of all of this stuff it's like <laughs> yeah. the music's got all this you know sort of high uh, flute wanky theory behind yeah, it, but yeah, actually, yeah. hopefully, if it just sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most exactly. important bit. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like, I mean, I hate to get into like genre because I mean, I feel like that's such a like a loaded question. Yeah, you know, yeah. Know. Berlin, but like, what do you consider yourself? In, in you know, if you had to classify yourself,
2: you oh, I, I guess it's instrumental hip hop and jazz, okay. basically. Yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and when you all were, um, so I went to the last album release party you all had in in Shif. Yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: And I remember it was, it said uh, automated improvisation. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. might be a noob question, but I don't know what that means.
2: I mean, yeah. I, again, I, get a, I
1: have an idea of what it means, but it fits well into what you were just saying about the man versus machine.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is also, it's kind of like a very clear expression of what the music is, because essentially everything is made from these guys improvising. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll play them like little weird You've got to go back a little bit. I'm a hip-hop producer. These guys mm-hmm. were either jazz musicians or classical musicians. Okay, And so I would play them in the studio like weird little clusters and strange breaks and whatever. Uh-huh. They improvise around it. I'd take this away, chop it up, and then we mm-hmm. do layers and more layers upon layers of improvisation. And so it is actually like... Automated improvisations. What are you laughing at me for? <laughs> <laughs> are you laugh, don't be laughing at me. Are you, you know, I've written many a press releases. And this, is, this is exactly... It's a... It's a what is it now? It's a, it's a unique balance of free-flowing, improvised jazz and programmed automated hip-hop. That's, that's the stees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah I'm a gravestone.
1: Kind of like, um, like you know Fat Freddy's Drop.
2: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think
1: they do a similar vibe.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few people that do it as well, but the, uh, there's a geezer called Makai McRaven mm-hmm. uh, from Chicago. And, and like... Th- yeah, I first heard his shortly after we'd tried it out and I was like, oh, shit,
3: <laughs> <laughs> shit. She's killing it, like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, now now I think we've caught up with him, so, you know, we'll see. <laughs> anyway. Nice. And how long has this been going on? No, oh, too long, man, too long. Uh, four years. Four years? Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: That's a good amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. We're, just, we're just getting started, though, kind of. Just, we've got a third album recorded, just I was just working on another seven today. Um, yeah, it's good. It's moving though. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are all full time musicians anyway. But mm-hmm. then now I've joined the club.
1: So. Yeah, so, so maybe we could have like a little, like a little intro round about who everybody's here. Yeah, one fact, one fun fact about who you are. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> this classroom that's introduction. About your instrument, you know. <laughs> My fun fact is a pretty low hanging fruit. I must say, yeah. with you but um, I'm near I'm the drummer in the band mm-hmm. and um, I'm from Israel moved here like eight years ago and the fun fact is that I met Joe through tinder I mean the whole band started there yeah <laughs> so <laughs> We had a different kind of band before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we are playing all sorts of other things before. You know? But I met Joe's sister on Tinder, mm. which is still my girlfriend. How's that and uh, okay. she was like, oh, my brother is a hip-hop producer. You should meet. And then we
0: met. And then, Ah, oh, sweet. yeah, this is how we started. Does she find it strange that you guys have grown close in that in that way?
1: Is there like a competition? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think she likes it. But
4: sometimes, you know, if I talk shit about Joe, she's like, no, no, but you need to understand Joey. <laughs> Oh, I don't care
0: about
2: this guy. Yeah, but similarly, she's the first person to give me shit out of anyone on earth. You know what I mean? She'd be like, "What the
0: fuck are you want about it?"
2: She's talking about coming on tours in the UK to do, you know, roadie whatever stuff. And I had, to, I was saying like, if you're going to come, there is no sibling bullshit in the van. though, no, you are not allowed to like pick at me. And so yeah, that's that's the that's the style. What's the age difference? What, between me and my sister, yeah, uh, two years. Two years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was me and my sister. Yeah, yeah. she a little younger. I mean, you'll have to yeah, ask her when you see it, on not it? The questions <laughs> are going the other way now. People have been like, so, is it, how old is your sister? How, is, how much older is she? This is new. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm two years older now. So. Yeah, same as Holding me. on to the hairline as best as I can. Yeah, same <laughs> as me.
0: God damn. Yeah. <laughs> You've got, you got plenty of time, man. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah there's yeah, there's yeah.
2: much hope yet. Ah, yeah. but unlike Duran. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Right, damn. laughs> <laughs> on, Duran. Give, give us your fun fact, mate.
0: Can you just talk a little closer to the mic? This one is a little less sensitive than the other
5: one. I'm not sure. What's your name? My name is Doron. Uh, Most people cannot say my name, so I kind of needed to explain it a lot of times, which is like a door that is on, and then people get at (laughs) you.
3: That's good. That's good. Doron. Yeah, Yeah, like in
5: the future, Doron. 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 Yeah. It's always a, a thing to do. I play the keys. I'm also from Israel, from the same hometown as near actually. We grew up in the same hometown, same conservatory. Went nice. to the same high school. Same high
0: school. As well about us, you've seen each other before. Okay.
5: Long, long time. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: What's the fact? There's though. no fun fact. There's a tune <laughs> <true. laughs> <laughs> in the new album yeah.
5: that is named after me, that's named uh. The Schnitzel Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: because
5: I love Schnitzel. Yeah.
0: I have to agree. Yes. I do love Schnitzel too. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. It's the right
5: place to be in when you like Schnitzel. Yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> so yeah, my name is Merav and I'm also from Israel. hmm also moved here like eight years ago but i got to know all these guys here in berlin um fun fact well i played the french horn that's already kind of a fun fact i, would I was say. about yeah. to say you know he
0: kind of started she, uh, like yeah when, when you were coming he was like yeah she plays the french horn and he kind of said it almost like it was such a like a distinct thing you I
2: know, know what it's what like mean?
6: a secret card that people are like okay that, yeah. there's a french horn mm-hmm. here um, but yeah i mean other than that Nothing. Oh, I, ha- I, no, that, <laughs> I have a good one related to move 78 that they, there is a song with um, a small horn. I wouldn't even call it solo, but they call it a horn solo and it's called the fart solo. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we actually my, refer to it like that. Yeah, They, they <laughs> actually do. It's like, okay, that's, you know, it's the, the, the farting solo part. And I was
1: like, okay, fine. we might have to, we might have to run that. I was about track. to say we're
0: going to have to run that yeah,
6: sometime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, it's a it's an easy one. You just have to play as low as possible. It sounds, yeah, it sounds yeah. just like that. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You actually, you actually, I was working on some more of it today. Where you yeah. a different yeah. a different fart solo, where you wanted to make it sound like a little bit like a sh- like a rifle, like <laughs> 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 if, not just one fart, but like a yeah, yeah, you know continuous release. Yeah. I mean, that's also partly how a lot of the band or uh, the sound <laughs> comes together. Is you know, so I can't, I can't play an instrument, man. I, I'm talentless in that respect. Right, right, right. But these guys are all, you know, like classical or jazz trained or whatever. Mm-hmm. And mine came from like records, pinching bits, yeah, you know, yeah. that, something or whatever. And then, so whenever I'm around them, it's like, you know, what's 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 the weirdest sound you got? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then I yeah, will yeah. be
3: like,
2: oh, <laughs> 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 like, yeah, perfect. And then you know, you know there's there's bits on, the, yeah, exactly. And there's bits on the album where he is. Literally just changing sounds in the middle of the session, and <laughs> like trying to find it, and I'm like, yeah, that's it, that's the bit. <laughs> and he's just like, why? Why would you ever include that in the tune? But that's so
0: good that I think you all came together because you know usually there's this like dichotomy of like the 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 musician, right, the instrumentalist, and then there's the producer that's usually doing electronic music or hip hop. You know what I mean? And they're just like, yeah, sampling and and playing with um, percussion kind of thing. And I mean, I assume you have like a basic understanding of production
2: i mean yeah i mean <laughs> i've been doing it for like 18 <laughs> the years yeah 18, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The basics. yeah yeah just uh hammering out the same procedure As i yeah. think i was thinking on the way here i was like because i was listening to the interview with oscar talking about the small instances i think it was you or you were talking about um, your grandma mm-hmm. and like the little thing she said that then yeah. gave you on to go and do creative stuff and i remember this incident where it's not an incident <laughs> but a moment when i was at home with my best mate and we were like kids and like we we're like 17 and he showed me how to slice the kick and the snare in, like, yeah. Cubase or something. And I remember, yeah. like, oh, man, I've sliced millions upon millions <laughs> of <laughs> bits of audio since then. And it's basically that same procedure yeah. of, like...
1: Yeah, yeah. it's funny how you pick up these little things and you don't realise that that's going to be, like, part of the skeleton
0: of everything you do yeah, later yeah. on. It's crazy. Mm. Do you feel intimidated by the fact that you're surrounded by musicians? <laughs> because I know that <laughs> no. I do sometimes, because, like, I, I'm, I'm in the same position as you, right? Like, I would, you know, I, I think I know my way around, like, production. Mm. But i have to like feel blindly through the music you know it's not that i don't understand it but Mm -hmm. i just like you know i'm not trained i'm sure i could be you know but i didn't grow up doing it right you know and i feel that when i'm in a studio with someone who is like i feel it you know maybe that's my insecurity i mean i've
2: definitely at the start i was terrified uh for, like a good reason because they'd be talking about stuff and like especially when you guys get into it about the fifth and the seventh and the counterpoint mm-hmm. and, and yeah, yeah. just like it's completely <laughs> yeah, above my head right. and then but,
1: and then especially if they're jazz musicians cuz that's a whole different like Yeah sport, I feel know? like I that's like, to, like the most <laughs> ah, genre I was, I, was to, like, I was
3: trying to I was
1: trying to I was you trying know? to figure out jazz the other day right cuz I was listening to a lot of like Eddie James I was like, let me try and play this track. And then all of a sudden she changes the whole key and I'm like going to places where I can't even expect she's going. I'm like, how are you supposed to even predict what's about to happen next? Because there's no, if you don't know the theory behind it, it feels like there's just no rules.
0: Yeah. I I, I think
5: it depends on the type of jazz. Yeah. The more traditional jazz, I guess you do have more structure and a lot of the jazz tunes were based upon uh, Broadway tunes and a lot of like songs. And I feel that what we're trying to do uh, with our music, especially because it's improvised, we don't try to get so sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Or we're really trying to play, I think, what comes out of us.
2: And- it also, if you made it too complicated, I just wouldn't know what to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. they, they, a lot of the tunes are just kind of like one loop expanded across. The, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, one of them is like <laughs> nine and a half minutes long of like the same chords. Uh, which is quite weird. Uh, but.
5: For two years, I tried to get them to play, for example, in odd meters, so like in 5-4 and 3-4 and this kind of stuff, <laughs> and they didn't. In the end, it happened, and it's actually a great tune. Yeah, uh, But know. even when you do this, we try to do it kind of like more accessible and kind of more, more flowing with what we are creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so it's not that you have to be um, yeah to deepen it to appreciate the music kind of thing, because uh, then you... Yeah.
5: yeah. Sorry, I, I don't think so because I think a lot of times, like, you would sing something and we try to kind of like understand how. I mean, that's like, it the sound other like bit, notes, yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. how the
2: stuff gets someone. Uh, so we put some tune out the other day on Spotify, and my friend who's a violin player was like, oh, man, the string parts, and that's so beautiful. Who came up with that? And I was yeah. like, it's I literally just went, <laughs> and, yeah, no joke. and he's translated that to the, uh, <laughs> our so in the track. but that is you know often it's like oh can you make it sound like, like a, the rain on like a car window at night or some yeah. shit and be like yeah yeah, yeah alright it's this note and, yeah. and so it, I've learned yeah like back to your question I was absolutely terrified at the start and then he's basically convinced me that my ignorance is my main skill so <laughs> the whole band also because it means the shit doesn't get too wanky exactly
0: yeah. you're right because then you're totally open to everything and yeah. when you're not bound by the theory of the music then I guess you can
2: have more freedom to do what you want because you don't know when you're doing something wrong. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I mean,
1: and it stays it stays relatable, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was going to say the other the other man that is not here is uh, Hal Strew, who is the bassist, and Hal has got a very like funk orientated style. And there's a sort of even today we were having a little uh, chat about this new tune, and Neil was like, no, I'm not so sure about this bit," but also there's like this funny group of people who all have kind of met in the centre. And it kind of buffers up and stops it being either too cheesy or too hardcore or too outlandish or, you know, mm. too jazzy, basically. So, or hopefully anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah hope. exactly.
0: Yeah. But then when you have a big group, isn't it like um, difficult to manage uh,
2: everyone's tastes? You know what I mean? At least it's still, it it's still a little bit of a dictatorship. It has to be, <laughs> has to be said, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and the,
1: everybody's cool with that. We, we, I
2: mean, it's, a smart, it's a smart dictatorship
6: because we don't really feel it. Okay. <laughs> it's a
2: really
6: just a gun to your back, but you though. Yeah, I mean, he, I've heard him saying that a few times, and I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. But well, maybe that's end, where
0: being the musician comes yeah. in. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, then okay. you don't feel intimidated by it, no? Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe he just thinks he's a dictator.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think and, it's yeah. this like
1: really,
6: really thin balance between like him thinking it's a dictatorship. and
2: we <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, that's true. That's true. I
5: just every time something doesn't work and I don't like it, I would tell him, "Man, this chord, like in a." We've got we've
2: got a pretty brutal, uh, like sort of way of telling people, like you know, if it's shit, especially me and him, it'd be like, "No, no, 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 no like no, just <laughs> absolutely not." And there was one incident where I think he was away, and it was the first time I ever had asked you to send me parts without him having oh, translated yeah. it. And I was playing it in the flat and my flatmates were listening to it and they were loving the tune and I was loving the tune and then you came in and you're just like, oh, nah. And, just, just like, and I was like, all right, fine. But they, they thought we were about to, you know, bust in some massive argument but it's just, the, being easy with being told no, it just makes it quicker. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same with you as well. Isn't it Like we just remember in the studio it just like ah there's a there's a bit that i've included on the album where he's just like no 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 stop 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 can we make it less jazzy please like <laughs> okay, <laughs> kind okay, of okay. we had we had this weird uh recording session where we had three saxophone players somehow it all turned up at the same time and it that's re- a lot like, of sax yeah i mean we didn't use any of it because it was one <laughs> they were just it just bled onto all the mics so you couldn't yeah. use it but yeah you had to tell them off mid-session just like stop stop it like it's, <laughs> it's awful <laughs> and uh yeah, that, but it gets us to the, the better place quicker, I think. No one's yeah. precious about anything, so.
0: Yeah, I think that's very interesting because, yeah, when you think of like a jazz band and you think of people who are, are classically trained, you know, I'd imagine, I mean, I could be picking up some underlying emotions here, but I mean, you know, you imagine <laughs> that you want to, I don't know, carry it as far as that you that mm-hmm. you can go, you know what I mean? Like, you wanna, yeah, you wanna push those boundaries as a musician. And then the fact that you have someone that's not trained and coming from a different background with a different approach, <laughs> who might be the loudest in the group or the most, you know, you, in the group, <laughs> you know, he's the asshole in the group, you know. So I think it's interesting that you, you come together and you find that balance because, I, I, in my mind, you know what I mean, at least in in my. Um, cause I, I'm, I'm a DJ, right? I, I play like a range of like house and, and techno. And when I think of like my skills and, and where I want to go, I, I would hate to, for example, I would play with a lot of other DJs, right? Like Jamila included. And then there are some points where it's like, yeah, I do want to play with someone else. But then there are times where I'm like, yeah, I kind of just want to play by myself because, I feel like it's okay when we when we come together and we we do a set together but then there sometimes I just kind of want to wanna
1: do, do my own
0: thing you know and yeah. it because there are maybe limitations is a strong word but there mm. are limitations to what I can do when I'm playing mm. with you or when yeah. I'm playing with Joanna or whatever yeah. you know
1: I have the same thing where it's like if I'm playing with Kyle I only have a certain selection of songs that I know will work well together with his Mm -hmm. tracks. Mm. And I'm like, but this is what I actually want to play, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, you kind of have to
2: adapt. I've always feared that with, like, back-to-back sets of just like, what if I I don't want to play that tune? And then you've done something (laughs) and I've got to, like, follow that now. And, like, yeah, yeah, that that freaks (laughs) me out as a prospect. Well, well. first of all... But it's a good
1: challenge. It's a good challenge. Yeah, I think... practice, I find.
0: I think it's good... Because I think it's interesting because when we play together, she just started. Mm. So, um... The thing is, DJing is is easy as a skill. You know what I mean? It's technically not nothing to it, really. You know what I mean? It comes onto your song selection, and then the tech the technical oh, part oh, comes oh, into sound selection. <laughs> that <laughs> is not where we're going with this. Okay. This is the whole of the yeah. No, but I mean, like your sound shapes like who you are as a DJ, right? Yeah. And the, the technical proficiency is uh, like a given, right? So what sets you apart and the direction you go in is your is your your, your sound or what you play, right? Um. So the thing is me having more experience like performing like for example you just said that and I didn't even think of that as the difference between um or or like what comes together when we play Mm -hmm. as in my experience I mean yeah my technical experience um helps us like save it in a moment if things are messing up or whatever but in terms of like the the mix that we're doing I never feel that I'm more experienced and and that's what like what would be limited by playing with you. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say now... Oh, thank you. Right? <laughs> no, because... You, you saved it. Uh, you just, it you were like going saying, It, that, that. it wasn't even a compliment. <laughs> I was just kind of speaking honestly because what I wanted to say is what I wanted to say is that, that, that you should not feel that you can't play something because yeah. you're playing yeah. with me. Because uh, at least in my mind, I think the beauty of playing back-to-back with someone yeah. is that you kind of do what you want and then... Because how I like to play is you play what you want mm-hmm. and then I have enough music, because I am more experienced, yeah. to sort of meet you yeah. like wherever you go you yeah. know what i mean because when you when you come together because when i play with joanna for example she's mm-hmm. i mean also less experienced than i am but she has been playing a lot more than you yeah you and she also I mean? plays
1: more of a similar her, her sound yeah. is a little more similar to what you play
0: exactly so i i suppose maybe that gives her some comfort in thinking that she can't stray too far or, yeah or whatever. <laughs> but i don't
1: i don't say you that know? i stray too far like i have you know but but my selection of what matches the music that i know you play is a lot smaller than everything else that I play. But it's also cool. The reason that I, I stick to that selection is because I don't want to fuck with the transitions, to be real. okay, okay <laughs> I'm like, okay, this, yeah, is, I not, mean, this is not going to transition well yeah, to yeah, what he's yeah. playing right now. Let me yeah. run this and, track. And, and then after the transition in track, then I'll usually run something but do you, that's would
3: like... Would you like mic. meet up
2: before though and go through the tunes? No, should, no. like Because no. that's in, in itself like a form of improv yeah. but even more locked no, in fully. because it's like BPM yeah. and mood and yeah. then that's it. I, I, I try my best
0: never... not to plan sets. Yeah. Like period. Mate, honestly,
2: I when I did the radio show, man, that shit is like mapped out like tune for yeah. tune. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. it's total chaos. Um, and yeah, it just it freaks me out, man. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm not a DJ, Because
1: I find like I've tried to plan sets before and then... When I get in the booth, I get so nervous about like making sure that I do it exactly how I planned. Right, okay, Versus yeah, the yeah. ones where I'm just like, hey, let me just bring my stick and run wherever you know, the, like whatever track sounds good on top of She's this. Talking track. real big, no. That's you the know.
0: <laughs> but when she had her first gig the other day, right? Because she'd be like, Yo, I'm um, um, we were here, we were just like chilling, and she had her gig, like her first yeah. like gig in front of a crowd."
1: And that and was she- the issue, right? Because before that, I would not plan my sets really. The refuge, the the yeah, opening yeah, night yeah, one, yeah. I kind of planned, but in the end, I just yeah, threw off the plan. Yeah, because it's radio.
0: There's no pressure. So yeah, no and dance, and you just run no whatever. Move, there's no whatever. And then
1: this was, like, my first paid gig, right? right? Okay. And it was for, like...
0: It was Adidas' Christmas, Christmas Eve. I mean, that's, that's, that's starting pretty yeah. big, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a guy we so, had on the podcast, actually, yeah. and he, he booked after, you yeah, know? And he, right, um, yeah. Well, he
1: came on the podcast, actually, because he booked me, and then I was like, you know what, if you're in this scene, come on the podcast. Really? He yeah, on the podcast yeah, he booked me before. Booked but anyway, regardless, I had this, my first gig in front of people, paying money, and, like, I was freaking out, and I did, um... So I was like, let me plan this set so that I have something to, to deal with. And then I woke up. I had the day off. I was like, let no, me No, you're missing little. the
0: part. Forget wait, the weekend wait, no, wait. The night wait, before. Wait. Oh, wait, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, what do you think about this song and oh, this yeah. song and then this song, right? I mean, we were just having like a kind of a party, right? So it was like, yeah. it was no pressure. And it would be it's all just Christmas friends and whatever, friends, kind of right? Thing. And so she's playing on us and uh, our opinion. And I was like, yeah, that works. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, that works too. But I'm a firm believer in not planning like mm. sets right because okay. i feel like you have to read
2: the energy of the crowd yeah. you must have an idea of where you want to start you but, might so but how big a folder of like tunes are you talking about like 200 300 like no i think like
1: 30 tracks 40 tracks
2: right okay in a folder and yeah, then sometimes
1: yeah, yeah. i still end up leaving the folder and like
2: no, yeah. over the years
0: you, you just you... have like a ton of music You know, i have thousands of tracks on my right list. okay yeah, so yeah, sometimes yeah, you feel yeah. a thing and you just yeah pull fit yeah but she, she was asking for opinion on you know, this thing and i was like everything is fine and i was like you know honestly like it's fine like just you know don't worry about it and she's like you know what <laughs> you know what you're right you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like plan anything i'm just gonna you know i know the full line i was like yeah you'll be fine and she's like yeah i'll be fine you know this is like i don't know how many drinks in you
2: know a joint probably two minutes
0: two hours before this gig she gets called look you need to come over we need to go to this thing again and okay I was like, but,
1: but let me rewind a little bit right so The night before, everything was cool, blah, blah, blah. I got up in the morning and I was like, today I have the day off. It's a good day to do a little microdose of acid and play my tunes again, you know? Yeah, perfect. Everything was going good. I mean,
2: I don't know. I don't know if (laughs) i
1: Everything was going good. I was having
2: fun. I mean, that small specific detail might have uh, brought the panic. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly.
1: Because then like, I had a whole... like That imposter syndrome that I had gotten rid of just came crawling right back. And I was playing the music and I was like, I have no music, and I don't know how to transition. There's no way I can do this gig. And then I started <laughs> to panic, and I called Kyle, and I was like, you need to come and do this.
0: Yeah, she said, you need to come and help me. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> I can't remember what I said. I said, what happened to the, like, the, 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 wing? yeah, I said, what happened? <laughs> Did he winging it? And you said, "Yeah, well, he's wing, not winging right now. You need to come. You need to figure this out." Right? Oh, and I was like, "I mean, okay." But then in the end, like I didn't come, and in the end, she she actually killed it. And, and yeah, did, did you gay, feel like you didn't.
2: killed it though? I oh, did. I did. Yeah. I
1: came to the gig, and the DJs before me were kind of playing very chill music but you could sense that people wanted to move up a bit yeah. move, you know right, okay. and um and yeah and i started to play and then all of a sudden i looked up and every the whole room was yeah. closed, and everybody was like screaming and going wild and stuff and
0: yeah it, was, it really like, was good was, yeah. i was real happy because it really was like a good like yeah. first gig you yeah, know what yeah I mean? Yeah. like it was like a, a nice small room can kind i of call it like this you know so it was, it was full because it's you know and it's easy so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. but yeah. people really went nuts and yeah people
3: loud, enjoyed so it. Like,
2: you know, oh man, I've yeah. I've played some terrible back in the day, like terrible DJ gigs where it's just like the room clears out and shit, and you're just like, oh, oh man. No. <laughs> also, yeah, I was in like a relatively uh, subpar UK hip hop group, and like we got sort
3: of <laughs> sort of medal
2: of honour of like, you know, all right, if people aren't getting down, we'll just go the other way, we'll just make it so <laughs> weird that we just clear the fucking yeah. room. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, with the improvised <laughs> thing, again, gets it's, bad, it's, it's, bad. Saying, it's, it's <laughs> one know? or the other, and it's like, either like organised and perfect yeah. down to a T, or it's like, oh nah, chaos. Yeah. Just yeah, just let like, it. Like, yeah. really but you kind of have yeah.
0: to you kind of have to have those those moments where yeah. like it just goes like absolute rubbish and then you have to feel like what am i even doing like but it's impossible
2: I I it's impossible to tell though isn't it because even so the gig that you came to i fucking hated it i absolutely really? hated it yeah because i had to do so much like work like organizing <laughs> everything like the project manager not project manager organizing the video guys organizing the night promoting it sorting out stuff on stage and then we got there i mean we got in the car afterwards didn't we and you were like did you enjoy it? And I was like, hey, I hated everything. It's yeah, like yeah. It was the same thing with our yeah.
0: launch. When yeah. we had that launch, were <laughs> launching this whole
2: thing. What, the one at, refuge? at refuge? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It was amazing. I was working on a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And the whole time, both of us were just like, I can't wait for this to be
2: done. And yeah. like, I totally get you. you know, sometimes yeah. like the whole It's funny that you didn't enjoy that night because I remember seeing you was like, Yeah, you're there having a the top time. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> made, made loads of money and shit. I was but like, he it was it's... so busy in there. I remember thinking like, oh yeah. the not better not come around because you cannot fucking move <laughs> in this building. is
1: it was it um was it you that ended up telling Kyle to go home?
2: yeah did no I? no no, no. no? <laughs> was it were you in the toilet at the end yeah <laughs> yeah no, 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 no. i mean yeah it was it was late doors, man i think i like yeah. mocked outside that you were still there because yeah. you
0: know what i was dying at the end of it i was absolutely dying because then everybody was like so what are we doing after and i had not gone out weeks before because i said well this is going to be the night it's going to be crazy and then by the time and it was i was exhausted i had a pile of records and i was like and then my friends were like like yeah we saved up to go out so then i mean in the end this is a good thing about being in Berlin, right? This is a city that just says yes. So I could, yeah, I yeah. could say at like half past two or three that I'm going to go home, put my records down and, you know, roll a couple of joints and then go Start out the and night. then still have like yeah, an entire yeah, yeah. night out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah he, he wants to be like, guys, closing up. You know, like, come on,
3: come on, come on, come on, come, in, come in.
1: This no. is the guy we no. had to invite the guy onto the podcast that shut down the whole opening <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that, Joe. I,
2: I was on the bar, I was putting a shift in on the bar, <laughs> collecting tips for all your mates. Uh, but what I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: what I was getting at is that, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting, like, as a coming together, like, to collaborate with someone, especially, like, live. Um, who's you know in a completely different place or comes to a completely different place that you come from, and and do you feel, I mean, yeah, just talking about y- like you all as 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 musicians, you know, uh, do you feel like
1: <laughs> he's like let me pass him my yeah, are you, are you, are you musician, <laughs> <laughs> like you're a musician, it's
0: like you are a musician, it's like you are a musician too, bro, yeah, what are you gonna, doing, come, come on, on. <laughs> he's just gonna sit
3: there.
0: No, but like, do you, do you feel like, um, so this is cool, but is there a part of you that feels like you want to do more? Not that this is not fulfilling, you know, but, but, but you know, not that this is not fulfilling or I'm suggesting that you're not fulfilled doing this, you know. Um, but, you know, what's your experience as a, as a musician, like meeting halfway, you know, with a, a producer of a different genre, with a different background, you know, do you feel a tug in a different direction or... or i mean for me actually i learned a lot from this process because
4: first i mean there's two aspects to it one of one of them is being in the studio and then i feel like complete freedom to do whatever i want and even if i fuck it up right know that joey's gonna clean up my shit you know? <laughs> <laughs> which is great yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know normally you would go in the studio and everything is actually a click and you have to play to a certain bpm and with this band i just
0: you know i get to, Oh, i didn't even think of that yeah yeah
4: Yeah, i just do whatever and then i know that he's gonna sit for like four years later <laughs> <I'm> still <laughs> yeah, like exactly you know chopping everything up and exactly. tidying it up um so in that sense it's great like we do have a lot of freedom actually to do whatever we want because joe is doing all the like post-production thing
0: okay um so that takes a load off of you to to get everything right and that's i th- feel like that would be that is the hardest thing about doing anything live or recorded you know to get it right this time or get it right again another time
4: exactly it's not like we have to nail a take it's more like Mm. just spill everything out and then we'll like pick the good bits out of it Mm, and turn it into a tune which leads into the next thing is once the tune is finished it's not actually how we played it in the studio Mm. So now playing it live, we have to relearn the bit oh. that we jammed, oh. like this collage of things, you know? Oh. Mm. So I sort of have to relearn how to play those tunes, yeah. or even so learn so you for the first time. So you
1: don't you don't improvise when you're performing?
4: We do, but we leave place for improvisation yeah. in okay. the show, but the, the tunes are kind of, they are the tunes, there's some yeah. sort, of sort of structure, yeah. and there's like a specific groove to each one of them, or like a couple of grooves as we shift around, and... So, yeah, just before doing the live shows, we have to learn how to play those tunes that we initially jammed in the studio just as ideas, and then Joe puts together into like a whole piece. So, it's very different to the ways uh, I work with, like with other bands, you know, Mm -hmm. where we first compose a tune and then.
0: Yeah, but that must be nice. That must be nice to have the freedom to just kind of, yeah, let, like, just express. And then, and and there's no pressure on that.
4: Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of a reverse process in a way. First, you just let everything out, and then you learn how to play it.
6: Mm, Yeah. yeah. Well, my take on that is that, um, like like Neil says, basically the improvised part is in the creation. And Mm. of course, we also improvise live on stage uh, within the structure of the tunes that we already have but the creation is all improvised and then uh first time I went live with the band um well actually let's go first to the first time I ever recorded for them um with them for them it was back then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but I remember like asking okay so like do you want to send me the tune do you I mean do you are you going to write a score is there going to be like anything planned and I was like not super comfortable with the idea of not knowing anything about what's going to happen in the session. Uh, Mm -hmm. of course I got used to it because that's how it works now. Like Mm -hmm. if we, if we set a session to record some horns, then, uh, I just know that we're going to meet. I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no (laughs) idea how the tune sounds like mostly. (laughs) Um, yeah, no one knows. It's not that like they are they are hiding the information from yeah, me. It's yeah, just yeah. no one knows. We meet and we try things out. Uh Joe comes with some ideas. Maybe Doron comes out with some ideas live when we do that. I come with my own ideas to it. Um and then after the tune is done, then um uh we went live. I went I joined the band for the first time and I was freaking out basically. Mm-hmm. What um, <laughs> What's that? When, when, when was, it? You know. yeah. was
2: it? The Banner House gig, right? Oh, no, no, we did The, it, the right?
6: one before. Yeah, we
2: did um at your the jam three, session, three, three. the cassette heads. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But it was
6: like working for the pre-release show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, so I was really freaking out. Also, when we recorded the live sessions at the studio, I was like, okay, I need scores. I need, like, I someone to, charts. like, give me <laughs> charts, like... And I was like really <clears throat> bugging Doron about it. Like, hey, how is it going I, I, I mean, yes, no, yes, we play with music shits. No, I don't know. I, yeah. And I remember while we were like figuring out the parts that we're going to play on, on like live, I was sitting with Doron and there is like a, one of the tunes that uh, actually double the high voice, voice of a, a keys solo that he's playing. And we were, like, sitting there trying to, like, basically learning, relearning what mm-hmm. we've played. But yeah. it's like, oh, you know, has, and Daron is, like, sitting and is, like, saying, what is he playing there? <laughs> <laughs> if it's, like, completely someone else and he's just transcribing, like, a stranger <laughs> playing the piano while it was actually his solo. But, yeah, I mean, this process is very unique for this mm-hmm. band. Um, is, it,
2: is it weirder for you, though, as well, coming from, like, a classical environment where you're playing in like a big organism of like 80 people and you can can't, not hide but like you're reading off sheet music yeah and you're like sat amongst it whereas when we did the first gig at the barter house you were like front and center <laughs> like you know
6: <laughs> um i've been doing uh, my own like process with this because i've been playing non-classical music basically for many years i was always interested in jazz and hip-hop and stuff like that. And I've been always experimenting a little bit, but uh, I must say that in the last, I don't know, three years, I made a bigger step into the, I always say, non-classical world, which is like quite a big range, but (laughs) I actually do experiment with a lot of different things. And letting go of the written score or letting go of the need to hide behind Mm. 80 other people in the orchestra uh was, was wasn't easy but it was also fun because you get a lot more space to like to, you have more say and you have yeah. more space to play to perform um I still love and enjoy and still do a lot of the classical things and I still do the orchestra which is an amazing thing by itself mm-hmm. being part of such a massive organism um making music together
0: yeah it's very impressive
6: mm-hmm. yeah but i mean there's just advantages to both worlds yeah. so um but yeah i remember in the first gig i was like why is my stand right <laughs> yeah, in <yeah>. the middle <laughs> and the <this one?"> front <laughs> because i also don't feel like my position in the band is like oh a solo like brass yeah. instrument i feel like it's more like a texture instrument yeah. there mostly
2: I mean, that was bad on our part. We just kind of set the stage up incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. you, this is the second one that you came to, but the first yeah. one, it was like, okay. it was us and then her in the uh, middle. And it was just like, <laughs> as if... It's good? Yeah, it, yeah. No, no,
6: it's yeah. good. I he was says this first.
2: now. I'm going to give you some shit now. He says this, but like, so he plays, they both play in this band called Jember Groove. In fact, you all play in this band called Jember Groove now. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of, sort of Afro soul stuff. But Eric Owusu is in front with percussions And you're kind of in the back And I remember when we did the first one at Bad House I was like, no, 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 no We're just us in like a right. U shape So you can see everyone equally And you were like, I don't really know how I feel about like <laughs> Everyone can see me the whole time was like, <laughs> if you're on show, isn't it? And, um, you know, we are getting used I to see it, how it? I
3: feel. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. second
4: time was way more
2: exposed Yeah, true But I guess it is one of them ones Because we're also trying to work out Because most of, because of the pandemic We're basically like an online band, isn't it? This is how yeah, it all yeah, came yeah, to be yeah. Uh, and we were already working on all the music, but then it all got released, right. and that like, s- stuff did all right on Spotify, or whatever. But then, yeah, after started doing live shows, it was like, all right, how do we even what to like position ourselves? Where do you to, what bits do? we want to play? How do we want to do it? And uh, we're still kind of working it out.
0: So. Does it? I mean, I was about to say, doesn't matter. But I mean, of course, it matters. But what I'm, <laughs> <to> ask, <laughs> what I mean to ask, I mean, ask nothing is really like, matters, isn't like, it? <laughs> yeah, nothing matters. But I'm, um, I'm saying, like, uh, in in such a small yeah in a small setting, you know what i mean um because uh, you, you know you're playing off of the acoustics of the room, you know, for example and I mean, I've never been to cassette head um
2: session what, the basement thing yeah yeah, yeah. i mean okay. that's a weird room in itself yeah that's what i'm saying like if
0: you're playing like an, an intimate venue like that and you're kind of playing off the acoustics of the room like how would would you go about positioning everybody is that something <laughs> you'd think about before do you do side visits or no <laughs> <laughs> you just show up nah, but i guess
2: i guess no because we're about to do uk touring and i think there's a thing where just the way we are going to set ourselves up even if it's you know 10 foot or 12 foot or whatever the stage is just trying to like because I think it was for you. It's like, we brought you out, and then it was like, all right, it's your band now, and we're back in here, <laughs> which is kind of not the setup. But also, I don't want to be front and centre, like, pushing <laughs> buttons and whatever. So we need to work. Yeah, we're just trying to work out, like... they are trying to make it more, like, ethereal and weird, get, like, mad lighting and, you know, uh, projections and stuff with it. So. But
0: from a musical standpoint, I mean...
2: Oh, it doesn't... Mean, I mean, really, you basically just want to be able to see everyone. That was the yeah. problem with the, the gig that you came to, is when the, when the sax player and you came on stage... Yeah. We could barely see him, but some of the tunes he had to do, like the the sort of uh, lead-ins for, or you know, to give you a nod going to the next section, and we couldn't see him on this side of the stage. So it's kind of like everyone's looking at someone's <laughs> back, trying to work out when the nods are going. Because if you're improvising or you're like you've got flexible sections, then yeah. Yeah, if you can't see the person that you're, you have to read. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: But in in the first one, I was kind of because I played quite a lot of football, so I was Oscar actually. Descri- <laughs> Oscar, Oscar described it as like me being a midfield kind of like shouting. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 this. Okay. And um, okay. yeah, and as you can probably tell, I'm quite mouthy, so it kind of lends itself well. But there, because I was so nervous, I was like, oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, just started, it, my brain wasn't working properly. So. Uh, you
1: didn't you didn't notice that from the audience at all, but I did think that like when I first came in, it did feel like it was her band, like. But also, I mean, like, soon the come, intro, soon <laughs> come,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're transitioning into the Maravi yeah. Goldman jam band, yeah. yeah, man.
1: The drummer guy was impressive too, though. He was feeling it.
2: Like. This guy. Oh, he you mean like Eric? Oh, you mean Eric, Eric, Eric in the, on Eric percussion dance? as well? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, Eric's the fucking vibe master. Yeah, he just man, the fucking also his timing is so good. It's like we've got everything set up for him, and then he walked through the front door and like just walked in, did his warm up, and then went and chilled out for half an hour, and then was just like there. Yeah, his man is on time.
0: I feel like drums is such a good instrument to, to like really feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could really because you have to put a lot of whereas imagine like I don't know, you're playing like a wind instrument or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's only so much you, could... <laughs> you, you <laughs> can Yeah, you know what I mean. If you're playing the French horn, you know what I mean. So
1: that's how sax player
0: though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true, but he has like the piece that's like in, I mean, I'm a it's easier. It's it's right? yeah, it it yeah, yeah, yeah. It because a, like, yeah. I don't know, like a flute player where they don't even touch it. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I mean, it depends on it. You can, do you, do you get, pretty wobbly on the keyboard like I
3: keys is another yeah. one where keys, like, but I I also, like I stand. Nuts. a lot of people don't stand mm.
5: I yeah. always use, like not always but
2: mm-hmm. if it's uh... but you were explaining that thing the other day because he was saying about how he had two pedals on the floor <laughs> obviously the listeners at home will not be able to see what I'm doing here but he had two <laughs> pedals on the floor and he stood up so he's kind of like a penguin like you know like, like <laughs> clapping his feet around and I was just like that is the least groovy position <laughs> you could possibly ever be in <laughs> yeah it's mad no. Yeah, that and then pushing buttons, just trying not to be like. Oh. Well, if you're looking Instagram producer, whatever that oh, shit's so like, oh, a fucking nightmare. I just put me in the back, like you, can't, you can only hear me, but you can't see me. Yeah, yeah. I just...
0: When you say Instagram producer, do you do you are you talking about like these um, people on Instagram are producing things like performatively
2: for like? Yeah, if i you know, uh, just you know? doing little tapping out tunes on a mm. sampler thing. Like, oh, it makes me sorry for anyone at home. that is one of those people, but it makes it <laughs> shit makes me feel sick, man. But, yeah. It's, no, I had this
0: discussion, but um someone the other day because unfortunately the arts are really like look really good on instagram right unfortunately you know we thought that these things were like safe from like the bullshit we thought it was just like half naked people you know bikinis and and selfies and all these other things that would that would take over Uh, but then it got the arts too you know what i mean and then instead of just painting 'Cause painting is something beautiful that you enjoy doing. Now it's like paint with me and then you are you know make
1: a whole show out of it. Then it's
0: like the the phone is on you and then you are a painting, I guess, you know what I it's, mean? But then is this for you? Is this for everyone else? Like was this you know what I mean? Yeah. I man. mean I,
1: I mean I get it at the same time, I like you're marketing your work and it's a platform for you to get more exposure and, and get your stuff.
2: I get yeah, Because obviously visibility that's the thing and I guess there has to be a fine line between if you because i got a friend who's started doing like a lot of creative stuff recently and they were kind of filming their process as they were doing it mm. But I've kind of got a thing with music where I like, I don't want anyone. Back to the dictatorship thing because like, I don't want anyone to be near me when I'm doing it. Like I make weird grunting sounds. I'm kind of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just sort of. I went out and get a real good bit of the tune. I'm like, yeah, oh, ah, yeah. fucking, <laughs> well, you know, just nonsense in it. And, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's because no one else is there. And and I guess yeah. mostly it's for me. And I think there's a thing when you're. In the vibe on camera, it's just like. Uh, I suppose,
0: because but, I guess, like, if you're a performing artist and you're doing a big show yeah, and you've seen, true. like, these crazy performers like Michael Jackson, I don't think he's faking it, no, no, you know? Nah, I mean? but,
2: like, yeah, but Michael Jackson ain't painting. <laughs> 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 Michael, Michael Jackson ain't getting down in some weird abstract expressionist <laughs> shit. He's, like, you know, he's born to, like, be in front of the camera. Yeah. I think a painting, I kind of like the mystery. Yeah. This is another thing. I, yeah, I, it's one of these, what is it, six of one and half a half dozen liver. The, the thing of, like, I love the mystery in creation so i don't yeah. really want to know how you did it like yeah. even with the, you know the back-to-back thing or whatever it is like i don't particularly want to know how you got that good maybe you can tell me in person but like, i don't need to see it online i kind of want to just look at the painting and be like yo
0: yeah exactly yeah. The like i'm not particularly that. interested in how it happened you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like yeah. this like this thing in itself is fantastic you know i don't really care because i have a pretty good idea how you did it you know mm. what i mean if you tell me that you stood on your head and did it with your toes then i'll be like well fuck well, maybe i want <laughs> to see that you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> chances are you're just standing with a paintbrush and thinking and looking for a real long time you know what i mean like like there's no
2: you know i just what got what an, an image of you like you know? on your toes like, paint with your toes, like <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: what i'm saying oh, like,
5: no is it not- the same with music i'm not sure like because i know for example you like to know how people created stuff sometimes or what was the process behind this album or what was the process behind
2: yeah but i guess we're over analytical like nerds right but at the same time yeah because so back to the original van name thing and all the stuff is like i don't really give a shit if people know that it's all made improvisations if they just if someone actually complained is one of my favorite complaints ever on uh, to the record label they were like i don't understand why they put a glitch they've like put a glitch on this beautiful live band recording <laughs> on the first tune and i'm like yeah that's, that's not a live band recording the
5: one with the digital vinyl sound
2: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean someone someone complained anyway basically saying that, that some, I, I had ruined the live sound of this band it? it was <laughs> like oh you know, mate you don't that's 15 minutes worth of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i think nah, it was yeah. also me not you
5: basically
2: yeah i mean either, either way but it's that thing that like, i don't care if anyone really knows but then if you want a nerd out and you want to know what the band name means, you want to know what the song name is then it's there for you
0: yeah i and but I th- I suppose it's how you do it right because, I mean, of course, like, because like, I follow a lot of DJs. So I watch a lot of, like, DJ producers and they're doing a lot of that. They're doing a lot of sampling and they show, like, well, this is how I make mm-hmm. my stuff, whatever. And then sometimes, you know, they're, they're very in, you know. But it's more of a tutorial type post. of thing. But if it's a tutorial type of thing, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Because there are people who really feel, like, passionate about what they do. And they're really trying to help other producers out there. And you can kind of tell that they really love teaching. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of feel that and sense that. But then a couple of years ago, I think labels were asking um, producers as like a social media thing. So after we come out with this thing, the artwork is out, we make some noise, and then do a how I did this. And then they basically do a very shallow like how I did this because you can't really, and I mean, yeah, I don't know. If you listen to a house track, you can hear all the instruments. It's not the most complex thing. So I mean, I could see how you did all the parts. And I mean, if you're going to dive into how you Mm -hmm. did this one, Cool synth, I guess, for the nerds, I suppose. But I think where it starts to become like, uh, like, I just want to get off of of social media yeah, yeah. Is, is when it, it becomes like this, this, you know, me s- like smoking a joint and like jamming on my NPC and then it's like it's nightmare stuff I, of nightmares. I don't know, nightmares mate. Yeah, like I don't know, like <laughs> like smoke your joint and do your jam. Like I believe. Why you? would you want to get like, stoned like, on camera? I mean, what the fuck? Like... But it's worse because I got triggered because there was a. Uh, um not a meme but like a i don't know you see how these inspirational uh quotes get um oh. shared about right you know like um <laughs> Putting his hair Just getting back at you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, like, sometimes people be like, yeah, I don't know. These stupid inspirational quotes. It's really not my style. It's really not what I look for online, you know? If but,
2: I'm... but it looks for you now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It looks for you now. You know
0: what I mean? Like, I really don't look for words. I don't need to see a thousand poems. You know what I mean? If I did, I'd read a fucking book, right? But the point is, I see this thing that says, and it's done super, like, pretty, right? And it, it's like, um, yeah, do something along the lines of like do like cool things or do cute things that you love to do because you love doing them and because you you look cute doing them instead of like you're looking cute for other people like you look cute for yourself right mm-hmm. and it was such a strange way to put it you know and they were like look cute for yourself <laughs> and like. Do you know what I mean? And it's like we've gotten to the point now where when this is an inspirational quote being shared, there are people reading this and being like, oh, shit, yeah, maybe I should paint with no camera. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I should do this on my own, you know? And it's so bizarre to me that we've gotten to this point where we have to be like, yeah, just do something that you like to do because you like to do it Mm -hmm. instead of...
2: But it's still, that's still part of the same motivational fucking wall calendar thing, isn't it? Of like, <laughs> be beautiful on side, on your own, or on the internet, in a bikini, or whatever. It's all just still telling you how to be. Nice. I suppose, yeah. yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I think that I'm just
1: so... Yeah, but it's the fact that we need to be reminded that you can actually just do things for the sake of... <laughs> yeah, that you need to yeah, remind yeah. people that you, that you can do just do things because you enjoy
0: yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's exactly. You don't have to yeah. do it for other people to see. Yeah. And it's <laughs> so cringe that so many arts... You know, like a being.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of these things. There's, have you ever seen um, what's it called? Uh, pretend like it's a city with yes. Fran Leibowitz. Yeah, right, yeah. one of my favorite bits, in that is uh, because it's also like we I listened to the podcast with you, you had with Oscar, and you're talking about the fact that refugees created this grassroots space for what you know you don't have to be amazing, just come and get involved, and that's great without motivational speech or anything. Mm-hmm. But the bit I fucking love in that program is when she's uh talking about Marv well not Marvin Gaye, she's talking about talent and how the whole world is trying to, like... Capitalism is trying to resell natural talent to people and be like, oh, everyone can be special and everyone can mm-hmm. be this. Yeah. But it's cut... It's interspliced with a shot of Marvin Gaye on a couch in a velour track suit, absolutely smashing this tune. <laughs> and, like, his band's over there, and he's kind of just like... Aah! Like, just nailing it. And the whole point being that, like... You can train all you want. You can have all the motivational videos you want. You're not going to be Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah. While you're exactly. trying to be Marvin Gaye, like, <laughs> exactly. you just will be the thing.
0: You will be the... Yeah, exactly. You don't need to... Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, it's just... The whole marketing aspect of the arts, and that's, that's what I'm saying, like it got, it kind of infected mm. the arts because mm-hmm. at first it was like shallow, like social media, What what got traction was like shallow, what people were pushing was shallow. If that's what this platform is, then that's fine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I come, I want to see pretty pictures or pretty people. And that's what it is. And <laughs> that's okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> But then it's it's gotten to the point where this thing is so integrated into our lives, you know, that you kind of have to use it. You kind of mm-hmm. have to use it for marketing. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's a good tool, you know. It is a good tool. So so to disregard it and say I'm not gonna get involved in this space, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> which is I just
1: un- I just got disinvolved and decided I'm not getting involved <laughs> in this a- That's how people yeah, people know you by your IG handle nowadays. Or but I just got fed up of this whole thing where you like you meet somebody and they were like, "What's your IG?" and then you exchange IGs and then they think that they know you as an entire person. Based off of like your
0: feed.
2: I mean, we there's got- also that then bit of like weird normalized espionage where everyone yeah. is a spy and everyone yeah. watches everyone. Yeah, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean? yeah. And everybody knows you before the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
0: you know, that really doesn't bother me too much. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the whole, like, like I said, like the shallow aspect of things. Yeah. It really doesn't like <laughs> like grind me. You know what I mean? It's like whatever. It's a a, a, a shallow thing, and then that's that's what we do, and it's yeah. fine.
1: And it's kind of, I kind of also like the the. Uh, i want to say authenticity but that's kind of like it's social media it's really authentic yeah. you know up for debate. but the kind mm. of whole like you know coming away from having to be a specific kind of you know have, like that people are more raw on social media nowadays i kind of like that i like yeah. that you can see people's actual personality on social media well,
2: what what do you think because none of you are that active right i've kind of i was of...
0: about to say like how do you guys deal with this like what do you what do you do how do you do um social media i mean i'm not
4: that active i only share music stuff if i have any mm-hmm. gigs or anything but um Yeah, for me, it just changed um, the focus, especially artists, like we're talking about musicians or whatever. Now it feels like people don't focus so much on doing something substantial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, Um, I mean, obviously, people are great creating great music out there, mm -hmm. but I see a lot on Instagram, like, it's enough to create good 30 seconds yeah you know something very impressive something that really catches your attention you know and Mm it it's aimed at a very short attention span but then is it actually a good song or are these 30 seconds part of a good song usually not usually there's nothing before and after it people just film those 30 seconds you know and i see like you know musicians whatever guitar players drummers like doing crazy shit on their instrument but what is it good for yeah yeah i mean if then you go on stage and you play with a band and you do good mm-hmm. music great you enhance your skills that's fine i want to see the process mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. if this is the goal now just if to this impress is it, people
0: yeah. yeah yeah
4: it's it's not substantial enough for me
2: hasn't hasn't that affected drumming as well because in the modern jazz thing we got because so Nair is like a very subtle in the back drummer whereas a lot of modern jazz drummers are like blah, like splashing around doing all the chops but actually musically it's a bit shit no
5: but it was before instagram i guess yeah, yeah well, i mean i think it, it became way more yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: way right. more with instagram because, I mean, yeah, it it kind of t- turned it into shit, you know. <laughs> 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 like, to be honest, because I mean, not to say oh I'm better than other drummers because I don't play flashy things, mm-hmm. but it's just I feel like a lot of people put a lot of effort into becoming flashy players, yeah. And it takes away from the qualities that they need to actually play a good gig, or play in a good record, oh, or yeah. write a good song. Yeah, yeah. yeah just like be a team did. team member, you know, be a team player rather yeah. than show yourself how great you are, you know? Yeah. And a part of, like, this motivational quote thing is, like, show us how great you are. Love yourself, you know? Or yeah. do more things that keep you away from your phone. It's like, I'm looking at my phone right now, reading the <laughs> sentence. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I feel like, because there is this argument, uh, I was listening to this, uh, well, I saw this clip, this 30 seconds from a podcast, um, where they were talking to um, they were talking to DJs It's the Berlin podga- podcast, right? Um, Playful Mark. And they were talking to this French guy, um, who—he's <sighs> a good DJ. I heard him play. As a DJ, he's good. There's not. There's. I have no criticism of him as a DJ. As a character, I'd say his um, his persona, how he presents himself, is is a lot more attractive. You know. Um, you know. He's, he's very hardcore. I'd say he's like a. a I wouldn't say he's, like, a crazy handsome guy, but he's an attractive guy. Mm. He's tall, he has a bunch of... Like, he fits, he plays, like, hardcore techno, right? And he fits it, you know? He kind of has, like, this kind of... Proper Berlin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, proper Berlin thing, but he's, you know, and, like, this pink, like, this dyed blonde and pink, like, mullet, and he has all the hardcore tattoos, and he's, like, really, like... He's going hard on the decks, which is... Fine, and I'm not saying this is taken away from his sets or anything, right? But he was the 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 person on this podcast, and they were asking him like, "What about you know, what's the role that social media plays?" And he said, "Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie, it it, the, it it's exactly what you said. It's shit because a lot of people are getting traction, and a lot of people are getting exposure based on." Well, I, w- I want to say the wrong thing, but then what's up for debate is what's re- if it's the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. There, people get an exposure for being this character that fits a you know that fits a certain whatever is hot at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have a lot of buzzwords uh, going around, and then uh, every era has these buzzwords going around, and if you fit this, you know, you will get the gigs, and you because people want to, you know what I mean, and then if you have the followers because you are yeah, I don't know, this good-looking, shirtless DJ, then they're like, you know, fine. And then, like, I mean, for me personally... That's another
2: one of my nightmares, just being a, just oh being a shirtless DJ or being an Instagram f- finger-drumming okay, guy. There's lots of nightmares the- associated with <laughs> music. But.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, Celia was telling me this the other day, and she was like, yeah, like, what? Because we went to this one rave, and I, I, I took off my shirt because I, I wasn't planning to go to a rave. So I was dressed like, I don't know, very. Sona. Yeah, yeah. Sona. <laughs> Sona. So it's very like casual. Well and and it went Parentsona, okay, and Parentsona okay. is like mad intense. It's like the, the kind of rave where this, this guy would play, you know what I yeah. mean? So like, I had to kind of switch it up. So then what I did is I, I dressed like how I dress at home for for carnival, which is kind of like a, a more of a half-naked affair and more of a, a tag, like whatever. Half-naked so, is already yeah. like over oh, so there. So, 10% so naked. I,
1: I, took, yeah. I, took, I
0: took my shirt off. I took my shirt off. I took off my hoodie, and I had my hoodie tied around my waist, and I took my shirt off, and I, I tied it around my head. The way I, I tied it around for this kind of like party kind of thing, right? Which is why I do every year. I've been doing this for years, you know what I mean? And I just thought, well, this is what I'll do now for this. You know, and and she was like, wow, this looks really good. It looks really cool. Like, I think you look really good. I think you should do this. You know what I mean? That's the thing.
1: Make this a look. <laughs> I know, was uh, just like, was
0: that's such a nightmare for me personally. Because I mean, like, I'm sure there are people who would like, you like, fuck yeah, I'll take my shirt. And yeah, she was like, yeah, like but people, people would love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, and the thing is, I feel like I kind of look like such a cunt anyway. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, I feel yeah. like people, people look at me and assume so, so many cunty things anyway. If I take off my shirt on top of that, you know what I mean? I have to do so much work to like just be a nice person. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, yeah. So the thing
0: is, but I mean, but it, it sells so much and it sells so well. And I think back in the day when you like... When you did these things, it was like in the performance. And the thing is, I'm not saying that it's wrong for you to take your shirt off if you're performing, because like if if shit is getting wild, like and it's a hot and sweaty gig, yeah, take your shirt off. Fuck if you're feeling it. Like who's telling you? You know what I mean? But if I forbid you all from taking <laughs> the shirts off
2: day, just just before we go any further. I mean, Hal, Pat, Hal can Pat do it Pat, it. Pat
1: Freddy's job does it. They think of their whole yeah. show when he's like standing up oh in his shorts just covered in sweat on stage.
2: But, nah.
5: <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling it will happen with, <laughs> with me. Nah, <laughs> I, I I mean, these pigeon feeling. nips are you never seen in the fucking <laughs> light like of day. Not
2: a chance. Hal, Hal might get it out. I feel like Hal's... Let's do it for the gram. going yeah,
0: but so that's what I'm saying. It'll be doing it for the gram, and then there was this. Uh, there was a DJ that I saw, and he kind of looked like he had my features. You know what I mean? In terms of like how he keeps his his at, bed at and his whatever. No, 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 no. Oh. This was on on her, right? He was on her, and he's um. Yeah, I saw this. I, I yeah, I saw this motherfucker in this booth with his shirt off, and he looks. Yeah, I mean, he works out. He's looking good. You know what I mean? And um, he's. I can't say his set was special. I mean, I flipped through the clips and I, I heard these songs and I said, okay, well, uh, DG in Berlin, fine, fair enough. You know? And, but when I'll, I checked the Cuba. comments, you know, when I checked it, I mean, I'm not trying to be a cunt DJ in Berlin. I think I'm one of them. I mean, go for extent. it, man. If you want you know to you're mean? in good company, as well.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but I mean, like... Aside from what he's playing, I mean, the set was was good. I also listened to his mixes because after looking at him, I thought, "Oh my god, is this asshole even like mixing well?" And he was, to be fair, you know. But the comments were crazy, you know what I mean? And of course, it was like all these like really big like female DJs going nuts in the comments. I wish I, wish I was surprised about, you know what I mean? What kicking off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just flames and hearts and yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I thought you meant
2: like kicking off as in like get 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 up. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Put like <it's> they, away. <laughs> they loved it. They loved it. There they they right. were
0: into it and I just thought
1: Yeah, fuck, imagine imagine I mean, if it was the other way around. Imagine you had like a female DJ with like her tits all out, you know, like you know, no
0: I mean, but I think the girls yeah, would yeah, be in would the get, comments doing the same thing. Canceled. I think those same girls would be in that girl's set That's doing but the but same not, thing. Is that not a sign that right? the
2: world is just a bad place now? Yeah. 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 It's more equal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, it's funny to say that because there was a whole thing with a very famous uh DJ, female DJ, um, who's very famous now in Berlin, she plays bear all the time.
2: And her whole thing you're not you're not gonna say a name. You know? No.
0: Daria uh, okay. Kolosova. I mean, I don't right? know. If she's. Here, yeah. I mean, Daria Kolosova, and she's she's going out with uh um, Etab Kyle, who's who's also a pretty uh, well-known DJ. They both play background all the time. They're both fantastic DJs. They're both incredibly tar- talented, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's uh, hotter?
2: Who's hotter? Her
0: or him? She's hotter. Come on, nah. right? but, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's a good-looking guy too. They're a cute couple. They, they get booked together now. You know, they're an item. They're whatever. You know what I mean? But actually like it a whole thing that I'm not going to get into went in and people were airing dirty laundry you know what i mean mm-hmm. and she apparently like started off as that like as a dj you know wearing pasties just in the club in uh, uh she's ukrainian in in kyiv and 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 that was her and she had a, a different name or whatever and it was i think cuz i think now somehow like naked is like like trashy is back in, you know
2: what I mean? Yeah, man, the nineties uh, are back in it, or the early two yeah, thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. And like
1: what,
2: the, who's back in it? The, the, oh, the nineties uh, or the uh, like, yeah. the late nineties, early two thousands, like, yeah, like rule and shit. You know, like yeah, yeah,
0: like trash is back, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all the thong thong sides yeah, are up yeah. on the hips now again, and it's, yeah. it's cool or whatever. You know what I mean? But like she was, I think she was doing it at a time. I think she was doing it like two thousand tens, where that wasn't mm-hmm. like really the style, and that was really just uh, a gimmick. You know what I mean? Mm. And. She did not come up on this, you know. She was doing her thing and had her gimmick and whatever. And I don't think she got much traction um, doing that. And it was it was another DJ. I mean, as it happens in the industry, it was another DJ that took her on her wing um, and and, and kind of gave her gigs and and whatever. And she's she's great, you know. She's a fantastic DJ, but she did make that play to be to to run that gimmicky. Like, thing, you know what promotion, I mean? Promotion like, and branding. at some at some point. And yeah. now, I mean, if I didn't hear about that story when, because the whole shit hit the fan with this, you know, but I mean, like, when I heard that story, it was, I mean, it was surprising that she would do this, but it's not to say, like, but when I first discovered her, I was just like, this girl's a badass DJ. Hmm. She's really good. She really hmm. knows what she's doing. Like, she's really quite talented. Like, she really knows her stuff. So the thing is, I can't, like, look. I can't take away from who she is as an artist, Mm -hmm. right? Because she tried to do this, you know, gimmicky thing to just get on the map. Maybe she was always super talented and she thought, shit, if I'm a topless DJ, people want to book me and then my Mm -hmm. talent will shine through. Mm -hmm. I don't think it went quite like that, you know what I mean? But it's gotten to the point now where, like, if somebody's telling me that I should take my shirt off and (laughs) and ride that wave... (laughs) (laughs)
2: Write it, bro. um, (laughs) Exactly. Write it, bro. That's
0: what I'm saying. And the thing is, I, there's like every bone in my body is like there's no way that i would do that you know what i mean
2: But if that's not your personality type then fine but there's there's a lot of people who are very confident and i think there's this this thing where if you're smoking hot and you're talented then <laughs> you fucking you're use, winning right use, you use know give you. Yeah. i
0: guess you know what i, I mean, mean but you then, know but we're
2: not and like there's no we're removing the image <laughs> we're just putting more, more and more dots on the album covers more, you- and more. <laughs>
4: He does it too. Huh? The bass player from uh, Red Chili Peppers. The, also, yeah. Antônio Kid. He plays completely naked, just with the bass, yeah, but that like, covering his crotch. <laughs> yeah, but, you know? that, that music is awesome. yeah, but he's an incredible yeah. bass player and yeah. an incredible yeah. band. Yeah. But he can still do that without people think, oh, it's a gimmick. You know. Yeah. But
0: it's gotten to the point now, and that's what this DJ on this podcast was saying. That it's gotten to the point now where... Because if you ask the typical question, like, what do you think it takes to be successful as a DJ or as a musician or whatever nowadays, like exactly, if you were to not like take social media on, if you were to not do it, then you're doing yourself a disservice, Mm. you know? And he was saying that it kind of sucks. And it wasn't just him on this podcast saying it because they have a lot of DJs, right? And almost all the DJs were saying the same thing, right? Mm. And they're saying that, I mean, it's a weird like balance now because you there are so many DJs that are crazy talented but they just don't have like a gimmick or they're just not that Same you know what I mean? Musicians. Yeah. So just, I was
1: gonna say not even just DJs, not even just musicians. I mean he paints as the artists all of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Like yeah. it's all so of it's so frustrating almost that the craft itself is not enough.
0: Because yeah. I, I don't have yeah. a problem. I feel like I wouldn't have a problem if yeah. you did the gimmicky thing. And yeah. then you are fantastic at whatever, to, at the art. Yeah. You know what I mean? But
1: if you're I just doing the gimmicky and the, I feel the like if craft itself if it's the is If the gimmick
0: is what's yeah. carrying you and yeah. then the craft, because, I mean, how, how do you but think? But who it?
1: do you judge
6: here? Sorry, do you judge the artist that is, like, taking advantage of, like, being hot, basically? Or you take advantage of the audience that doesn't really have a critical ear, mm-hmm. listening to a shitty artist, but appreciating it just because yeah. he or she looks great. I mean, it's a, it's a, I think it's a very controversial point because who decides if you're great or not? Who decides if you're a fantastic DJ or musician or artist or whatever? Um, and we judge one person for uh, wearing the thong up back in the day when it wasn't cool, but today everybody can do it just because it's, like, yeah. in. And it's, like, it's like questions that I keep asking myself constantly, especially going on social media and seeing, like, many other artists doing their thing. And, like, there is a very thin line of what serves me as an artist. Yeah. What brings my voice out if I'm good enough? If I feel that I have something to offer, why don't I take, like... A, like take a piece of this, like you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, take a share out of this, and like take advantage of of whatever uh, good things I could take
1: advantage. Of, I could take advantage of. Um, it's so it's yeah. it's like what is your goal as an artist, right? That's what it comes down to. Yeah is, yeah, the, yeah, is is it for you just about you want to create art, and obviously make money off of it because you're an artist. But, like, your goal isn't about, you know, the, the, the publicity and the fame and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, it's hard to have to sell out yourself and become this yeah yeah That's thing. what I was going to yeah. say. For the sake of art, yeah. when you actually just want to produce your art and you want to share but, it with people that appreciate it versus do you want to be famous? Would, that, no,
2: sorry. go on. Sorry, there's, one, sorry. No, there's, yeah, one, there's, there's one curveball I want to throw in as well, yeah. though, because I've spoken to a few female DJs recently who, like, they were talking to old nerdy record collector guys with like, I don't know why you got the set and I, I didn't get the set. And how do you think also this aesthetic approach to Instagram or whatever has changed the way when things have become, obviously they're not completely equal, but the world has become more, there's more female DJs, there's more famous female artists that aren't just like pop stars or whatever. How does that balance out as well? Because if you're in a fucking, essentially a patriarchal world that's you know gender bias against women and then you can use that to your advantage, is is it not just another form of sexism? Obviously you're talking about the topless pink haired mullet dude. But you know, just anyone. If you're like smoking it's hot true. and you're sick, then I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of hoping for loads of dudes to have the nose out of joint and be like, oh, I don't get the sets, and this hot girl who's amazing <laughs> as well has got the sets. You know, like fuck you. you know, that's it's always going to happen, right? Like, you'll
6: have people like supportive of you being uh, taking advantage of the way you look or the way whatever. Mostly the way your visual,
0: <laughs> yeah, your aesthetic is, yeah,
6: yeah. And you'll have people support uh, like a, like also like kind of boycotting you for doing that. And also the complete opposite. You will have people really supporting you for not using it and maybe, you know, not using Mm -hmm. your buddy or whatever. And you'll have people also like saying like, so rigid, you know, you always have people saying everything about anything you do. Mm -hmm. Um, so you may as well just think what you wanted. Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel so. But I think for, I mean, at least for me personally, it comes down to what I hear coming from a lot of DJs, which is that if you're, what you're creating or what you're doing is, I mean, again, quality is like debatable. Like who's who's to say you're good or you're not mm-hmm. good, right? Yeah. But if you, uh, we do have a threshold, you know what I mean? In terms of like, we do respect our peers on a certain level, you know, that we share an art with, you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like if, You can see that that person takes that into into account when they're developing themselves. Then I think you can kind of let them be, and like the marketing side of it kind of doesn't matter. And I think what upsets people is when they just see the imbalance, when they see the gigs, when they see the hot female DJs getting gigs, and they've been digging records and playing vinyl only for like, Mm -hmm. you know, however many years, and then this hot like 19 year old like uh like woman comes along and and looks really hot on one stream blows up and then she has a bunch of gigs and a bunch of bookends i mean like yeah that is the 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 big debate but i think most people because you know like the the because i i see these interviews and this question comes a lot and i remember marie Montexia said once she's like oh the guys in i think she's from or something, And she's like, Yeah, all these promoters be like, you're just getting gigs, like um because you're a girl or whatever. And she's like, It hurts because I'm like because I'm really good and I practice a lot. You know what I mean? And but it's and and, and it's no, I'm getting my gigs um because I'm talented. And then it's like, I mean, I think they're kinda right, but I think it's kinda okay. I think you are getting the gigs. Because you're a hot girl, but I think you are very talented and you're practicing a lot, and then you're nailing it when you do get the chance, mm-hmm. you know. And it's the same thing as exactly. We live in a patriarchal society where, like, there are people in different like groups who just have not been; they just don't get the opportunities. Period. Yeah, you know it's what easy. I mean? It was a goddamn chance.
1: Like we've had the, <laughs> you know what <laughs> hey, I you've mean? Had, you've had five minutes
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, back in the yeah, box. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think it's also a dangerous place to go as a musician with the thing like saying to yourself, but why am I not getting gigs? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. practicing a lot. I'm doing a lot. I'm better than this one. And he's getting this thing. And I think you need to question yourself. First of all, where you aim to, are you aiming to the same places? Are you aiming to the same audience that you're trying to get? Cause it might be that you're not. Mm-hmm. And I need to, I think you really need to understand how to use what you have, even if it's yeah. physical yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. Your, well, this is what I mean. It's
1: like, have a clarity about what is your objective as an artist and then find what it is that you know your vibe attracts your tribe. So you like shine. find, yeah. find yeah, what yeah, makes yeah, you yeah. shine and roll with that. You don't have mm-hmm. to wear the thongs up high just because everybody else is wearing the thongs.
2: We should up high. we should do that though. <laughs> with the IKEA hats as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking ill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> with you in the center the yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah. You, you at the front. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just differential. <laughs>
3: IKEA uh, to <laughs> IKEA tops. I <laughs> get yeah, Oh my God. Let's
2: do it. It's a nightmare. Now, it is, it is it's interesting, isn't it? The, the sort of debate about it, because going back to the Instagram motivational whatever's, is like, first and foremost, just be a fucking weirdo. And in my yeah, opinion, yeah, yeah. My, my advice to any, I'm about to do a workshop with Gabby uh, at some point mm. at Refuge. And my thing is going to be basically, going to show them this weird fucking sound college that this woman called Julie Del- Derbyshire made. And then just be like, just do whatever the fuck it is you want and try not to pay attention to that because all the original good ideas ever. You know from jazz blues rock soul whatever has come from people being like ah, oh, you know what that looks shit let's do this thing over here and <laughs> yeah. the world has now just become I didn't, what social media is doing is like centralizing everything into yeah. this sort of generic like pink goo of shit you can't <laughs> escape <laughs> honestly man it fucking does heading because everyone's like oh yeah make this you know so we were joking about the fart thing but i i, I love the weirdest sounds you can possibly get hold of because why if you boys are tra- not boys whatever you have all trained for 30 years then I want the strangest shit you can do. I yeah, don't yeah, want you yeah. to play the thing I've already heard. Mm-hmm. Like, and obviously, yeah, nothing's original. Blah blah blah. blah but like, yeah, but some... you don't
1: have to be original. You just have to be
2: authentic. Yeah, and even that, I don't even want to be authentic. I just want to be weird. I just want <laughs> to be fucking weird. Like, that's what I'm saying. it like, is yeah. authentic yeah, so for good. you. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. If
0: you're like the version of your most authentic, like psychedelic, strange, like, yeah, yeah, strangest yeah. thing yeah. ever, then you are being true to yourself.
2: You yeah. Fat drums. Heavy bass, weird psychedelic sounds on top. That's it. Done. Like, <laughs> just leave like five of them albums behind. And then just bounce, and that's that's basically <laughs> <Exactly>. my plan. <laughs>
0: but I, I, yeah, I think my fear is, my fear when I think about it is just that the the, um, like what is considered or what is celebrated as like the top notch of whatever it is that somehow that changes. I think that's scary for me. You know what I mean? I think I don't, I don't think like. Because I moved to Berlin three years ago, or whatever, it might be four years this year, or whatever. I mean, I haven't been getting crazy gigs. I'm very proud of myself in terms of like where I am as an artist. I'm very confident in who I am as a, a DJ. I got my first club gig, and it, I wasn't even nervous. I was just kind of, I just kind of did it because I'm experienced enough and, and I'm happy. And I don't think that, I mean, of course, I want more gigs. We all want more gigs, right? <laughs> but I don't think it bothers me when I see people who, um, don't work as hard as me or don't take it as seriously as I do, like get through. I think what bothers me is when I see who are supposed to be, not the gatekeepers, but the people who are supposed to be setting the standard for the industry. Mm -hmm. That That when you see this name or you see this sticker, you see this brand, you think this is high quality. When you see like those entities endorsing, People or, or or yeah, endorsing other entities that you feel are not deserving of that kind of cloud I think mm-hmm. that yeah. that bothers
2: yeah, yeah. me when
1: there's no quality control.
0: Yeah, when there's no quality, I feel like. But, but that, that happened with
2: the internet, though, right? Huh? Because previously, the yeah. quality was controlled by loads of old white dudes. That, yeah, that's true. I'm
4: not just the internet,
2: though. No, but I'm saying beforehand it was like there was gatekeepers, but it was you know. Yeah, but but
1: now now the gatekeepers are everyone.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I mean it's a difficult one, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
4: I don't know. We were just talking about it like a few days ago. I think you were there, like about radio, specifically in Germany. I don't know because I drive quite a lot. Obviously, like being a drummer, I need to transport my drums everywhere. So, just I mean, it wasn't obvious to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need to take your drums everywhere, and then yeah, you need a car for that. So I just turn on the radio and. Yeah, I listen to German radio, and I find myself just like skipping through stations mm-hmm. one after another, and and just everything is full of shit music. <laughs> and then, agreed. You know, it's like if you see interviews or you see like who are the radio DJs working in those stations, you are like, oh, these are very knowledgeable people. You know, they've heard a lot of good music in the in their lifetime, but they still choose to put the shittest music. Yeah. On radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it I mean, must be like for you. When you, But when no. you
1: say shit music, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you know? Because shit, shit, is, for very, shit Just, is very subjective. Yeah, right? but I mean, What, I, what you I, said about this I threshold, you yeah. know, yeah. like, because sometimes. But, but do you mean shit in terms of, like, okay, you know, if you're on the radio, a lot of the times you'll play very mainstream music.
4: Which I don't care about know? genres. Okay. It can be mainstream, it can be mm. off stream, it can be pop. House, okay. whatever, just, jazz, just
1: objectively or inter- yeah. objectively should mean. I don't
4: care about the genres. I can. I mean, yeah. ov- obviously, like you know, you have stations that are dedicated to one genre or like yeah. programs that are dedicated to a specific genre, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care if you have like five hours of schlager, yeah. but I'm sure there's good schlager I, and bad I, schlager. I, you know. I have exactly. to say about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you, and yeah. and it's scary to me to think that there are certain like uh, bodies that that claim to revolve around, like, the ethos that keeps, like, a certain art alive, Mm -hmm. like, with a certain standard. And, like, when, as an artist, if you play here or you get recognized by this body, it feels good because, as far as you have seen so far and in their history and, and everything, you could see that they endorse really good quality. And for me, it's so scary to just sometimes watch that crumble because 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 social media has basically made everything yep. you know accessible yeah. like because I, I had a friend who works in an agency uh who worked in an agency um and they are a really big agency they book really yeah let's call it top level whatever right um <laughs> i don't want to get into it because i don't want to, but it's visual um arts right so like uh, uh photographers and in his time at the agency, he has basically he's relayed stories to me that make me scared. You know what I mean? And he, he tells me about the decisions that they make and, and the basis on which these decisions are made, you know, and and it it's <laughs> it scares me because he said, for example, um that he's he watched this really young um, aspiring—I don't know if I call him aspiring anymore—but he was like really young photographer, right? Definitely, I mean, at nineteen, there's only so long <laughs> that you have be practicing photography, right? Um, <laughs> but he—they decided to award him the responsibility of shooting a, a, a campaign for a very prominent brand right which he got paid like an insane like a life changing amount of money to do right and the entire reasoning behind giving this person this um job which definitely changed their life was the fact that they fit into a certain buzzword group yeah. in this age and the fact that this agency could have could sign this person or have this person do this under them is just a good look as far as that is concerned. And the person on this shoot was not was clearly not technically equipped mm. to do this to, to a certain standard, which is, you know, expected at a certain level, you know what I mean? But they still did it and they still got paid. And then now that that artist has this under their belt, now might continue to get big jobs like this. And those things really scare me. Because then you think, I have no control over this. You know what I mean? And I mean... I Which know if is kind I of all
1: about you're competing for clout at the yeah, end. Yeah, and
0: I mean, like if I, if I were to be in a position, if I were to be, I don't know, appointed to a board. Sounds very <laughs> official, but let's call it being appointed to a board. But you could be a N R F A record label, <laughs> or you know what I mean. You could be an you're a gatekeeper. Or, you're one of the you want to be gatekeeper. You could be a, yeah, exactly. You're one of the gatekeepers. You're one of the enablers, I prefer to use, you know, of an industry. You can call it the
4: cake slicer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. If I am the cake slicer, I know that I would take that job very seriously if Mm. I really care about this industry and about this art, yeah. But we, we all know stories like this, you know, and it's just perpetuated for yeah. all the wrong. And these things, I think, yeah, yeah. scare me the most. I think I'm way less
2: bothered by shallow reasons. What, what kind of fear, though? Like, at home, in bed, like, thinking about it later. <laughs> night, <I> just, like, <laughs> just, like, casually, you know, on the toilet. like oh. That's I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you,
0: <laughs> to be honest with you, after you come all the way to Germany from Trinidad and Tobago, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I changed my whole life to come here. You know, I made several turns, but this was definitely the U-turn of my life. It is scary for me to think that if I do not meet certain criteria that have nothing to do with my practice, that I somehow will not, you know, achieve certain things. Well, you won't be financially Mm -hmm. stable, Mm -hmm. basically. Exactly. (laughs) On the other,
1: on the flip coin, like, like like what you're saying, I see it as well in like these members clubs. I don't want to name any in particular, but they will hire. Influencers, because of the clout that the influencers have, and because of the network, and the influencers, you know, can bring in their network and everything. And then, but then they're hiring these influencers to do like sales jobs and jobs that they're absolutely not qualified
2: for. And
1: then the company is like imploding, and everyone's like, oh, well, why is this happening? And you're like, because you hired a bunch of. Yeah, People who don't know what they're doing because they know people. Exactly. You know what it is?
2: They're also on the phones at work when they <laughs> should be doing work. No, <laughs> you know, exactly fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at work. And, you, know, <laughs> with the camera. you know what I mean?
1: And, and then on the flip side, you, can, you can't fake it till so you make it. But at the same time, it's just like, why can't we take the normal route of like, you know, you work on your actual craft rather than spending more time working on your image than the craft that you're using that image to sell?
2: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well. Uh, no go on yeah yeah, yeah. i will talk
6: think, think uh i think in the last couple of day, de- uh, like decades um there is way less i mean way less there's basically no more separation between um the art that you do mm-hmm. and the person you are and yeah. i mean the person you are i would say it's a, maybe it's a bit exaggerating but the art that you do and who you are mm-hmm. or who you are presenting you are yeah. um because it's like everything is so accessible, I can just go now on whoever artist I'm thinking of on their social media and like do all this like research and see who they're dating, mm-hmm. uh, if they have families or what do they wear mm-hmm. or like it's who they're friends with yeah, exactly. It's so easy to do that nowadays, and there is an advantage and and, mm-hmm. and disadvantages to this because like artists like used to be. Proper assholes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's at times like really. If I'm I'm coming from classical background, mm-hmm. so yeah, there were like composers, mm-hmm. um, c- conductors, musicians that were kind of com- right? complete complete <laughs> yeah. assholes. Still to this day, there are a few. Yeah. I mean, English. it's like one of these fields that there's yeah. a lot of like patriarchy and like, mm-hmm. um, and there is th- the good thing about it is that. Basically you're kind of like under um a magnifying glass that mm. of your of the public basically that likes you, you cannot be an asshole. Uh and I find it like an advantage in a way. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I mean
0: But let me ask you this, right? Yeah. Which is yeah, a debate that, <laughs> that I always like having. But like so could you separate
2: like the artist yes you could do it I was gonna I was gonna separate the artist from the art
0: yeah could you separate the artist because now especially exactly it's so intertwined now and everybody has a profile and if you know you want to if you wanna be the DJ, you could definitely look like the DJ, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like and, and that can yeah. help your career and vice versa. But can you separate and then you think of all the worst cases.
2: But then right? it then it gets into quality, right? Because I don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. But if Michael Jackson comes on, I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this you know, also pre Pedo Jackson is much more acceptable <laughs> than post pedo Jackson. But, but You see,
0: I really don't give a fuck.
2: No. You know? But yeah, I mean for me it depends on it's contextual. So like case by case. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Case, yeah. Also, it depends how much of a cunt they were. How much, yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson, Jackson was, was, was Michael no, Jackson's, like, built like a fucking playground for children. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of Neverland. And a lot of people, it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the music was continuously great. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. there's something about the images that I won't say on the radio that are described in the documentary that I'm like, uh, it, it freaks me out yeah. So they'd hear it. And then, But whereas, like, uh, Miles Davis, you know, is a documentary about him and, and his mum's describing how joking around that like oh yeah his wives had to take boxing practice to avoid getting punched and i was just like oh shit yeah, but he are. did yeah. really reinvent charles four times so <laughs> you know i'm kind of like a little bit less and also there's a time distance in it like for I me i feel
0: like
3: mm-hmm.
0: i feel like and this i don't know I, I don't know how much responsibility i i need to i need to take for someone else's um choices with respect to their mm-hmm. to their art and i think the the, the i think of The example that comes to mind is this, um, I mean, yeah, we know Michael Jackson, R. Kelly and all these guys, but there was uh, a composer in, fuck, I'm going to say Australia. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Right. They have the opera house there, whatever. And he had, um, yeah, basically he had been composing for this I don't. Know, I might not know all the jargon correctly, but he had been basically running this uh, uh, show or this orchestra for years, like twenty-five years or something, and he had composed like these, like I don't know, I don't know how you put it. I, I wouldn't say hits, you know what I mean? But I mean, like <laughs> you know, these bangers, you know, these um, classical um, bangers that were put up, like on the on the site and like the. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess this is my world, but they they there were awards given to him and the orchestra several years in a row for you know like national awards and and they had shit named after him or whatever, and then he was um of course then seen to uh, be uh taking advantage of the young woman in the orchestra, right, mm-hmm. and they found out that he was basically doing this for years. Um, because he was like the top of the tops composer, and he was had yeah. Well, you know this, you know how it goes, right? And basically, when the story came out, they ripped all these. They took everything down from the site, and I think I'm thinking of this because um, pretend it's a city. I can't remember her name. She, oh, I think she brought this up, right? And she, because she brought up this debate on on camera, and then me, and my roommates went at it. But I mean he He had everything stripped from him, and then everything came down from the from the the theater that he he used to basically run you know, like his name was taken on from everything, all the compositions, which is just music, you know, like taken on from the side room, and basically erased his contribution to the arts like mm-hmm. entirely mm-hmm. right um and I felt like <laughs> if you found out. That Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel with the blood of like a million dead babies. Oh God. Would oh, wow. would, <laughs> would you? No, away. because this yeah, is I'm the about, yes. this is okay. the this is the example I use. Would it make it any less beautiful? You know, and I mean,
1: it would be more artistic if
0: anything.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did it kill the baby specifically
0: for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. as in like... The babies were were alive, he dipped it on them. um, You know, but I mean, really, I mean, does it change the art? Like, does it change these compositions? There were people playing these instruments that were really wronged and really abused, right? But at the end of the day, the music that they made or put together for, Mm. you know, it was good, it was respected, it was, you know... And should this man's contribution to this scene, because I'm sure those pieces inspired countless other artists and also enabled a lot of other careers, which I'm sure included, you know, um, female musicians, you know, like, is his contribution, like, with just the music, should that be taken from him too? Because I agree with the titles. I agree with yeah. He can't be managing director of this thing And I find that, they, but I just you know find they mean?
1: shouldn't be making money off of it anymore. Like that, yeah, we yeah. need to yeah, take I away money from. You know what I mean? You think but, so? Yes, yes. I'm sorry, but I don't know. Is, again, it's case for case as well, you know, because yeah, yeah. you could say, yeah, it's ra- you, you have the rapists with the obvious ones, but then if you think about, like, Quincy Jones, he was a cunt. Yeah. Like, he's, so many artists around us would not exist if it wasn't for Quincy Jones, right? But at the same time, like, he was an alcoholic, he used to beat his wife. He used to cheat all over his two, wife.
2: Two, two points I've got here. One, if Mr. Orchestra Guy, all his songs are about getting on with fucking teenage girls, and it's like, ooh, yeah, that <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. You know what I mean? AJ yeah. exactly. exactly. number has got to be off exactly. the playlist, yeah. man. That shit can't be played <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Exactly. But Africa Bamba is one of the other ones the most pivotal dude in the formation of hip-hop, he was also apparently like getting it like taking advantage of and raping like the young yeah. lads in the fucking the very origin of hip hop which then goes on to change the world and like you can't untie that yeah you can't do it and, and then
1: I mean if you think about that's all like, <laughs> like yeah I mean you
2: know like what I mean all we're
1: these... talking about is shooting and and there's songs about yeah. raping the women biggest dancehall and people are in artists, the biggest dance hall dancehall clubs and them the like, women
0: are all singing it together, you know what I mean it's yeah the biggest dance hall like, artists accepted. in Jamaica right and all they sing about in dance Vibes? not all they sing about but a lot of what they sing about dance hall is just vibe violence and sex yeah. in the most explicit yeah, manner. And then they find the biggest dancehall artist probably ever with like a bunch of dead bodies in his basement and guns. He's like put away for life, but he's like still he's
1: producing music, still making
0: music <laughs> In right? jail. And somehow <laughs> like, somehow like exactly. everybody's still <laughs> going nuts at this movie. and nobody said like no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: people are excited. they like vibes brought out a new track from, <laughs> from jail. And you're like this That's guy. a murderer, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. yeah sorry what you were saying
4: it's just like i think eliminating the existence of this person the composer or whatever is a bit stupid because the music is already out there as you said like people played it people got inspired by it you know Mm -hmm. um but celebrating the personality is a different thing like having his name written on a building or whatever then you're pretty much celebrating the person not so much the music and then i understand why they want to like not have it there you know yeah because
6: and on top of this i think that if we erase the person we also erase his wrong deeds, mm-hmm. and I think this is an opportunity actually to say to to like not erase the art, the yeah. music of this composer was great, whatever. And but to kind of evoke uh, a conversation about make
1: an example out of him.
6: Yeah, exactly. Make a like a bad example. Yeah. Out of yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I I mean I have it on a very personal note. From again, from my classical background, uh, I mean. Uh, richard wagner is not allowed to play in israel because mm-hmm. of his like nazi um side mm-hmm. of of uh, also in his heart art by the way mm-hmm. like in the art itself he wrote books with like terrible texts and i had a lot to think about it like growing up in israel as a classical musician basically i ended up going to um my studies uh abroad without any experience of Wagner's music whatsoever, which is a huge disadvantage as a classical horn player. And Mm. I was kind of angry about it. And that's when I kind of came up with the thing, why don't we study his works, classical works, alongside to his historical bullshit (laughs) and learn out of it? And this could be the same. We can talk about Michael Jackson and say... The guy did amazing things yeah. in music, and also mentioning the fact that he was a yeah. perv. Exactly. I mean, it's it's. Um, I think erasing these people mm-hmm. is also erasing is like also ignoring the the like wrong things they did. Exactly,
0: because when you think of a bad person, you think of like yeah, you think of like an evil person. Yeah. But if you could say actually there are people in very good positions, very like upstanding citizens mm-hmm. of society, doing horrible things. Like creating beautiful things, but still doing horrible things. If you, yeah, basically so that you Just have to... Just real. Like this, yeah, and this you have is to be this aware, aware was, yeah, yeah. Period.
3: Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah, if we will erase every artist for any... Stupid or not, stupid. half of them will be gone, yeah. More than half
2: of them, also the art might get a bit, shit. yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I think exactly. that's the other thing. You need because cunts because they're need- a little <laughs> fucked up, but yeah. But I think
5: what we forget about arts is sometimes that art is about kind of like exploring. It sounds terrible because some people, of course, took it to the extreme and to wrong places, but it is about kind of like exploring yourself, exploring who you are, what you want to kind of produce, mm-hmm. what you want to say um if, if it's through violence drug abuse and a lot of things that people get kind of like attracted to but the idea is to be as open as you can and as you said i think if we're gonna go through history for sure classical composers for sure jazz musicians for sure rappers for sure art uh, pff, painters and everyone and then sure djs everything also like how far are we gonna go and how much would it matter if a thousand years ago, some I don't know, like, how much information can we have on those people? Okay,
2: yeah. Can verify it. yeah, I mean, even what, if it's one know. of my things is going to be the, the ultimate ninja move, the ninja move should be take all R. Kelly's money and put it into like you know, uh, domestic abuse awareness yeah. schemes. Yeah. Just do that, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. fuck you. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah
3: like like that would be Michael, the illest. Every,
1: shit. every, um, all the money that Michael Jackson's songs are making now, put that into like
2: child abuse, child abuse, yeah, yeah. same, it would be ill. Actually. I mean, I I fucking love this conversation. Because also people have different ones, like Philip Glass is one of my favorite ones as well. Mm -hmm. Essentially, like a Buddhist minimal composer proper floaty dude but he had this weird rule or still has this weird rule where all his wives are half his age plus seven years old so even when he's fucking 80 his wife is 47 really, some fine. weird shit and he's like I mean, that's a good system but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean legit, legit but also She's it's one of these bad. things right it's yeah, fine it's fine but it is also a little bit weird yeah. it's I mean, a little bit weird, yeah, weird. But and, as, as but long I'm, as they agree you know everybody's yeah, yeah. Happy. I mean this is it's <laughs> consensual
0: efforts it started when
1: he was like
2: you know 40. yeah exactly that's
6: yeah Oh, he had to set up the age of the women he can meet on on uh, dating apps. Yeah, you know? yeah, this yeah. is
2: just pure man. Oh. So up to
6: forty-seven.
3: Women.
2: But still, so I love the tunes in it. But it is one of these things where I am like, oh, he seems like such a gentle, like calm, like whatever spiritual being. An and he's asshole, like, yeah. probably a bit of an asshole, yeah. But you know, but I mean, I am into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, sounds
0: kinda, it sounds kind of it sounds kind of obvious, but of course, if these things happen to you, then of course you definitely can't separate it, right? I mean, yeah, because I yeah, yeah. I I I I have experiences yeah it was so dumb i mean coming from where i come from it's a small island in a place where this ecosystem of 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 electronic music doesn't exist right so there, there are a lot of people who i've been following and look up to and, and whatever that when i came to berlin became like accessible like i'll see them on the street and i'll be like holy shit you know what i mean <laughs> um <laughs> and i remember the first time when i first moved and i was all eager beaver about doing my thing and networking shit everything i mean i still do that but I remember I met this this one DJ in particular because they weren't too many. They were just like a couple, you know, that lived in Berlin and, um, and that I really played a lot of their stuff. And I remember I met this one guy and I met him at his party and it was so... So I was with some South Africans randomly through a bar night and then they said we're going to go and see the south african dj play right and i was like holy shit yeah of course i know him I follow him. and they're like yeah yeah i know him personally like i'll introduce you right And i'm thinking holy shit, you know so go to this party and everybody's waiting on this guy to reach whatever the party wasn't too crazy right so and we came from the from the start and then this guy comes everybody's talking to him whatever and my south african friends come and say you know, like blah 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 ba and has this guy, and, and and he's a he's a t- t- DJ too, which you know at the time is always kind of embarrassing. You know what I mean? But whatever. So I'm standing up there, and I'm just being nice. And and it was kind of weird because there was a circle of people, like like trying, like just be, being around him. You know what I mean? He was kind of like he was a guy with a like a like a big like. um like a big persona. So like, yeah, the, he was kind of like the nucleus of this, you know what I mean? It's his party, he's a DJ, whatever. So when somebody introduced me to him, everybody's looking at this happen, right? Which is kind of strange, you know what I mean? It's not like the movies when you meet the stars backstage and it's just you and the star. It's the whole room watching you meet this person, right? <laughs> staring which, at his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, which <laughs> is just like, yeah, which is even weirder, you know <laughs> what I mean? So then I think I was just saying... um, i was just saying yeah ma cool party nice to meet you whatever and i expected him to say i don't know something simple like yeah nice to meet you ask a dumb question or whatever right i say yeah this is a cool party like it's really nice to meet you whatever he's looking at me and then as in the middle of like me talking like someone walks in the venue who hasn't even seen anybody as yet he sees them and goes And just walk straight out of the (laughs) circle. Like, and I, I didn't even, I didn't even finish (laughs) my sentence B that everybody was silent and like waiting to hear, you know, and it was like the most awkward because then he just kind of left like in a really quick kind of squeeze for everybody like, hey, made a big scene. And then it's a circle of people standing around me with my mouth open kind of being like, is this, did that really just happen kind of thing? You I didn't know even like that guy anyway. Have you listened, no. to, his, have you listened
2: to his tune since then? So the
0: thing <laughs> is, I thought this guy, I <laughs> thought, what a dick, right? And I kind of wanted to be mad about it. I stayed he party, I partied, I didn't think too much about it. I was like, I don't know, people are kind of all over the place. He's a DJ, he's a musician, he's you know, whatever, right? I kind of gave him, gave him a, a, a pass, you know, on his, on his lack of social etiquette at that moment. You know what I mean? I thought, you know, there's a lot of people at this party busy. I throw parties. I know it could be busy. Like, well, you know. What I mean. But
1: have so, a little, be polite. You know what I mean? Huh? Like, have some small talk and be polite. Yeah, yeah. Or, mean, just,
2: or just hide out backstage yeah. and do de- you de- coke on your own. You know what I mean? What mean yeah, I mean, I,
0: <laughs> I, I, exactly right. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, I get it. But I gave him a pass. I was like, cool. And then went about my life. And I, I never thought he was like a dick. I never had it in my in my mind this guy was an asshole. And then it was that summer, and we were leaving Temple and we and I was kind of drunk, <laughs> and I see this guy outside park right, and I actually <laughs> you can't I <laughs> actually decided I was gonna go tell him hi, and I knew he wouldn't remember me. Mm right? And I, de- I, I decided I was going to be a dick about it, right? Like, kind of <laughs> fuck with him, right? So I woke up to him, and I go, yo, I don't want to say his name. I was like, yo, like, what's up? And, and of course, like, he's a customer meeting people, so he looks at me, and he goes, yo, you know? Like, but I could see in his eyes, he does not, you know, remember yeah. who I am, right? So I started to be like, you don't remember me, whatever. So I'm kind of being a cunt, but kind of not, right? And just like, I'm still glad that I'm talking to him, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then the first thing out his mouth, was you guys? Because I was here with my my two guys, and he was like, "You guys out here looking for some German pussy?" Oh
3: Jesus!
0: What? And I was like, <laughs> "God damn!"
2: Maybe it's good know, that you oh, left the it. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> said, he, he, he was like, he "Yo, I'm a cunt. I'm trying to get out of here, And you're like, "No, I really want to get to know you." <laughs> and like, I was like, "Should have let him go, man."
0: God damn, he's such an asshole. You know what I mean? Wow. And then I was just like, and I I was like cuz i didn't even know what to say like i don't know like you know you know it's kind of strange because like guys say dumb things to guys but i didn't even think that guys would say that out to of guys the like it. out of yeah, the blue yeah, to like to like a stranger somebody you just <laughs> met like why would you scream that and then i thought yeah, this guy's really such an asshole and you know like he's an it, asshole
1: who doesn't give a fuck that he's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, like, you know yeah.
0: And, yeah. I, I think that and that's not even like I wasn't like damaged by that, but he sounded after a little bit. That, a
2: little bit <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was damaged. You still want to find the light, I know, yeah. <laughs> light, <laughs> light dash Like
1: of PTSD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like it's true but after that experience, I really did say and he had good sounds out. He's running a label that's making good music and after that I really said Man, fuck this guy. Like oh, really? honestly, yeah, I really that, that said bad. fuck this guy. Oh, and I really like But but unf- it didn't hurt him.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just for the audience at home, there's a massive no, teardrop it, it, rolling <laughs> like, there.
0: Yeah, it just really felt like
1: You don't wanna be a, yeah. I
0: felt that was the first you don't time support. that was the first time hearing all the horror stories and You know, all the things and, you know, certain things happen and they're crazy stories and you sometimes connect with them on a personal level and sometimes you don't. They're just sometimes objectively horrible. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there's something that you've experienced and none of that shit ever had me like stop listening to the music or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that experience with the guy, which was not that bad. Like really, yeah, but it's, me, I guess it's closer it's to personal, home, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So was, I mean, it yeah. sounds obvious, but I just want to. I was just yeah, thinking yeah. about like, have I ever done this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I ever unfollowed someone because of their personality or because? And I think, yeah, I have. I've of had people be a cunt, and
2: I've been like, yeah. I like the music better. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We supported Jizzah of Wu Tang uh, in fucking Manchester, and my friend bought his original, like when he was like the genius, mm-hmm. bought his original twelve and took it to him and was like, "Yo, can you sign that?" And he's like, "Don't do pen, uh, don't do lid." Bro, <laughs> and he's like, "What?" and he's like, "Yo, take the lid off the pen and I was kind of like, <laughs> God God, it, "You fucking mean <laughs> bastard!" Am I made, am I that? <laughs> you know, but it was it was so it was cold, and we no, it was one of the best sets we'd ever done. It was like two or three hundred people that <laughs> smashed it, and we like you know open it up and like coming off stage like hype, and Paul's got it there, gets it out, and yeah, just he looked at him it was like, "Papa's just cold," They're just like. Don't do lids, man.
4: It's not sexist, not racist. No, it's, no, Steve, yeah, it's still what like, 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 yeah,
2: like, I still love Wu-Tang. And when I hear the verses, I picture this. But also, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's some cold shit. You know, we're like 20, 22, 23. You know, like young... Like, That's
0: such a dick thing to do. Yeah, gold, though.
2: Pure fucking comedy gold. That's gold, though. Don't do lids, bro. You
0: know. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Okay, I always come back to the whole, you know, Nina Simone saying an artist's job is to reflect the times, right? And the job of yeah, artists yeah, to reflect yeah. the times, which goes in hand in hand with, with what you were saying of that, like, you know, Charlie story as it is. Mm. This is the guy, he was a cunt, but he made some great fucking art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is what we can learn positively from the art that he made and that he contributed to the entire artist space, but also learn not to be a cunt like how he was. Yeah.
2: And also the society accepted that shit because yeah. man fucking, Michael Jackson was rolling around with like nine year old kids on a plane yeah. and then millions of people taking photographs yeah. of and no one,
5: the yeah,
2: I,
1: I mean look yeah, at the yeah, fucking yeah. president of the united not this Yo, people, but you know yeah yeah it's a weird
2: like reflection of the times but also yeah. you shouldn't hide it because yeah
1: like this is because this that
2: bullshit shouldn't look anymore. at your yeah, fucking
1: yeah, yeah. mistakes as humanity and learn from it yeah yeah, yeah. but still appreciate the art because like
0: yeah because at the end of the day i still feel that if the art is good which is a very debatable But let's just say if the art is good, Mm -hmm. then at least the industry, if it revolves around the art being good, then Mm -hmm. that's like at least pushing things forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's like right around the person does. If their art is contributing well, Mm -hmm. like then let it be, because I think that's pushing the industry forward. Yeah. But promoting personalities does not have yeah. that same effect. And that's yeah, why I think yeah. it's so much more. Of course, yeah, if that's your thing, if you wanna be a topless DJ, yeah. if you wanna be like a hot, you know, whatever, then just do that. And then, like, yeah, but. Don't be if, shit. If it, <laughs> don't be shit. Why are you doing it? <laughs> don't be shit. Don't be yeah, don't be like. And it's scary to watch yeah. when, like, you, you come, yeah, when you come to a big city and you watch, yeah people get booked for, yeah. you know berlin is
2: rife work. for that shit though isn't it i think that's the funny thing about doing jazz here it's like no one fucking cares whether we've got our tops off or not you know what i mean it's like yes there's a little bit of a scene evolving now but like it's not the same thing man you've, yeah. you've entered into a terrible world
0: <laughs> i know i know it's and that's the thing like nobody cares and that's a good thing
2: yeah but it's also like well, there's no money in it really quite
0: because of that
5: like and because of the over documentation of everything through how you can record all of a sudden more things in comparison to 30, 40 years ago, and how can you make videos way quicker. Now with AI, it's even going to get worse. I think the amount of things we're going to store in our minds, even art or even stories about people, is going
2: to decrease in comparison to how we used to. What do you mean we're going to let people let people's bullshit slide more. No, no, because it's
5: bullshit. I think you're going to remember less music. Mm-hmm. You're going to re- remember less just art. just going to retain I think less. we had this conversation, I, I had it with you. I used to do a thing when I'll ask, uh, not only jazz musicians, for, for this example, jazz musicians, what was your favorite jazz album in the last 10 years? Mm-hmm. And so many could not answer yeah, yeah. more than two. Yeah the, yeah, the
1: appreciation for individual pieces is definitely dissipating because mm-hmm. the market is so oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: But I get, yeah, I guess it, go on. You uh, meant to. I guess it depends on how old you are in it because I used to have this thing related to... Was it you talking about the cassettes in the Oscar interview? like whole new little cassette player next um, to the yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, is yeah, it yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, like I had the same thing with like mini discs and tapes so like I would bully one tune continuously yeah, yeah, and I still do it. I still do that. Yeah, thing. yeah, cause, but I feel like that's kind of... in the You know, people skipped albums and whatever and just went to yeah. playlists and they don't even select playlists yeah. and so the the form of the album is kind of... Not lost on people, but they don't. Don't give know a what shit. they like. They don't only, know the like, artists, even which yeah, is fine. It's, yeah, it's left
1: for like the right. like the real music connoisseurs. Like, yeah, just, all,
2: the, all the DJs. We were talking
1: to Nathan about this as well, where he was like, him starting to DJ gave him a new love and appreciation for for albums and for individual tracks as well mm. that you don't really have when you're not in that space as much.
2: Yeah, I guess it depends because also like like drum and bass albums are all right, but you know the Ronnie Sides albums <laughs> fucking like two hours long, and yet the tune, <laughs> the tunes are like nine and a half minutes long, and they're built for not all of them, but built for yeah. clubs in it, and that's kind of makes sense but yeah i'm also worried about being an old man at this point and being yeah, like oh yeah. kids don't listen to albums anymore and they're yeah. <laughs> fucking players yeah i was
1: gonna say to the um like the whole debate <laughs> we were having before about like you know the way that the direction of this new thing is going where everybody's gimmicky and and everybody's only focusing on little bits of you know the 30 second clips. i'm like you could also question yourself of am i being too old school and old-minded or is this just the evolution of art that we have to accept and appreciate for what it is mm. yeah
0: I stand by if it's good, then love it. <laughs> you know? If yeah. it's okay, like yeah. if, it, if it's good and it's high quality and it's going in the right direction... Yeah okay but what is the right direction whatever i think the right direction (laughs) is just like caring about the quality and being critical about the quality you know it's not about i I can't put a benchmark as to what is good and what is not good
1: for me it's about does it make me feel something Mm -hmm. like i don't like you don't you could be fucking you know all the music theory behind and why why the cadence is the way it is and, and you know what i mean or am i listening to the track and is it making me feel a type of way like, then it's good. Do
2: you know who Jacob Collier is? No. Oh, man, this fucking... Look him up. You won't, you won't feel a thing. You'll feel dead. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: he's like some superstar. He's highly
2: praised by Quincy Jones. Which, well, couldn't recognize, cunts not it. But no, he's... <laughs> What's he's, him? Uh, Jacob Collier. He can play all the instruments in the world. He's like... You know, in the top percentile of musicians and ever. In every and yeah, the yeah. tunes are right. fucking shit. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 also, I think this is a bit, a, this point in time when people need to remember punk. Like, these motherfuckers could not play instruments, but they were badass, and they yeah. were just like, yeah, yeah. we're going to smash yeah. this out, and we've got yeah, all the action. they were
1: making people feel a type of weight. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, I think there's a cycle in it where people get overqualified, they get all their own asses, and then other people are like, you know what, fuck that, we're going to smash it up and go yeah. this weird way. Mm. And so... Yeah. I'm always I'm always trying to look out for the weird shit and then completely ignore it because <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm just l- looking at the clock here, and um.
2: What time is it? Can't get two hours. Two hours. Yo, shit. Fuck
0: how it is always longer. Do You guys want to close this out?
1: Yeah, or maybe just like tell us a little bit about what's what's happening, what's exciting, what's going up.
0: What's
2: going on there? Uh,
4: what's going on? Um, You'll have a tour coming up. Yeah, we're going to the UK in April. We're going to have five shows booked so far. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be cool. It's going to be our second time there. Uh, first time was before we were even like a live band, I would yeah. say. It was just four of us, like, with how the bass pro who's not here. Uh, but this time we're coming as a more, like, unified mm-hmm. group, I would say. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting. It's around that is the same time. T- Sorry? That is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it your
1: first, your first tour? yeah it's a
4: mini tour I would okay. say like yeah five shows in yes. within a week yeah. which is pretty cool um, we're supposed to have the record ready by then mm-hmm. to sell how's that going yeah, yeah. if it's coming from the pressing plant in yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah what else like yeah Joe is now processing
2: we got we got a new seven that's coming uh, with Dunia <laughs> I don't, do you know who Dunia is no uh, she's like a Berlin based I think from Hamburg but singer Yeah, yeah. Um, Lethal. Absolutely sick. Uh, So I've got her on a tune and that is kind of like one floaty tune and one hardcore weirdo tune. And that's all coming on the seven. We've also got a gig on the 25th of March in Berlin at Cassette Heads. This place called out of context, which is the most Berlin venue ever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's owned by a thruple it's like an old fucking housing block in, <laughs> no joke old housing block in pankow where you know they, they've got a 200 square meter converted living room um yeah some ball of shit but also it's that kind of place where they're like no drugs in the toilet we've laid out mirrors around the venue so please do your drugs outside <laughs> it's like that kind of these and they got their old 60 year old mates knocking around as well so it's a bit weird um duran has also got an album that's finished that he's shopping around uh, these guys are all in Jemba groove and they're playing all the time, everywhere around the world. <laughs> Going south by southwest, right? In Texas. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a big one.
2: Hmm. And then okay. what else? And yeah, we, we've got a third album coming out at the end of the year called Grains. And then also, we've not talked about it yet, but Marav has solo material uh, that she's. Ah. Stalled on and still not, Wait, you this
1: know. Is insider info. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here yeah.
2: first. Yeah, I played, I played a couple of tunes on the radio and got loads of shit for it because she didn't want me to play them. Ah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 killer stuff that we will probably, be, you know, forcing the gun in the back to like yes. to get it done at some point. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, that's what, what, anything else? Got anything, got anything more? No, that's it. That's everything. I think so. Yeah, these guys <laughs> do the cassette head sessions every Wednesday. At yeah, Film cuts right. bar Fitzgerald. And where could we find you? online oh no oh fucking hell <laughs> oh, on instagram reluctantly um yeah mostly yeah if, i mean if you want if you're interested in numbers go on spotify if you're not go on instagram um yeah it's one of them ones in it we've got like the link on spotify basically um but yeah instagram bank camp if you want to give us money <laughs> <laughs> what what is the oh sorry <laughs> yeah uh move78music at com. It. No.
3: <laughs> what the fuck? That's the you email. Are <laughs> no, move, no, 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 no. move 78 music, yeah.
2: Move 78 Let's music, do, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it. That's the whole shebang. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Yeah, my brain is. I've survived, you know. <laughs> I went to bed at like 7 a.m. yesterday. man. What do you need from me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you for having us on. It was top. Thank uh, you for coming. This is
0: the most. No, maybe not the most guests, but I think the most active guests because yeah, we've had yeah, this yeah. much before, but they were like on the couch, just like bubbling with like things to say, and yeah. then in the end they all came in, and you know. But this is the first time i think we've had like a big like, group like a big mic. group yeah and how do you think you handled it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think we need better mics yeah. you know <laughs> i think we need to do the mic situation a little differently next yeah. time yeah yeah
2: i mean the honestly mics, i did yeah. not expect them all to say yes yeah. so i was just like put the text out and they were like yeah i'm afraid and it's like oh fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <Now with> the- <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to talk i don't need you, you guys chatting on about music um that's it any, any final words notes and shit
4: uh no
2: Oh <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. well, yeah! Thank you for having
0: us. Yeah. Thank yeah, you thanks for, thanks for coming. coming. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.